Bam, we are live. Oh, really? Yeah. Why, were you going to put a shirt on? Good afternoon. Good evening. Hi. What time is it there? Uh, six o'clock. Emily Abbott thinks so that if you put I... a... Okay. Wait, Do what? It. You go. You go. <laughs> I was going to talk about your clitoris. Go ahead. <laughs> so... You can talk about that in a second. Um, Thank you. I have one, two. I'm going to call that one. One, two, three, four, five. I have six stories, and I don't think it's enough. I mean, I know we'll probably be able to get at least like two hours, but uh, I totally thought that when you messaged me the other day that this was being replaced by Waterpalooza chat. No, I wanted to and vomit when you sent me that today. And the news was being binged for the week for Waterpalooza. Could, could you tell I was being bitchy when you when you when you when we were texting today? You were being bitchy. Yeah, could you tell in the text? No. Where are you today? Are you I on the moon? We have a cra- like we, we have a we have a crazy delay. Yeah, like I, moved. In Arme- I moved. I moved states. Are you in Armenia? <laughs> I moved states, and my house hasn't got internet because. So I'm hotspotting off my phone. Oh dang, dang! Yeah, like, there's a there's yeah, a delay. We don't like we we're missing a bunch of stuff here. We've got issues. I thought um, you looked so pretty I today because it was. My, uh, I, I I thought your skin and your hair looked extra nice today, because just you were getting prettier. But it's just that the screen's fuzzy. Oh well. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it hot where you're at? It's summer. It's amazing. It's like. Uh, like Melbourne's so cold, but where I am now, I'm I'm like a couple of degrees closer to the equator, so uh, it's beautiful. I want someone to call in. It's hey, really you- beachy. It's kind of like I reckon. Go it's ahead, got sorry. Santa Cruz vibes, actually, but it's a little bit bigger. But um, yeah. It's freezing here. Hey, I'm wondering if we got kicked off of Twitter. We can't go. Li- we don't go live on Twitter anymore. Mmm. You're right. That's what we're kidding? kicking off our news with. Everybody's being kicked off Twitter at the moment. Oh well, maybe we were permanently suspended. I don't know. Maybe we're um maybe we're part of that that riffraff that just got kicked out. Apparently, does um uh does anyone does any part of you Susan, think that the show's not going to work with the delay she has? What's worse, the delay that she has or the glare on my glasses? What if Probably I turn either. my um screen off? Should oh, I try? Because I haven't got a delay no, with you guys. No, no, so, no, okay, no. I'd rather no, no. I'd rather look at you. I'll take the delay. I won't talk. I won't. I won't say anything stupid again. Sorry, Kate. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'll say, I'm so sorry. I will not say anything stupid again. <laughs> Listeners, I'm so sorry. We could test the delay. Fuck the whole show up right there. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I, I think six oh, stories man. is good. I can you can you imagine if 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 um I, I like how Kate's like I have six stories and it might not be enough. I thought I mean Kate, I want to tell you something. I have four inches and it might not be enough. That's, that's just immediately where I went to when she said, I have six stories and it might not be enough. Oh no. <laughs> Even Emily Abbott's like, size doesn't matter. And I'm like, yes, it does. And she's like, mm. like, she didn't want to like, she, she know, like, they, 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 like, come on, like, 
Didn't want to confirm. It doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Well, yeah. Like at some point, like, like, come on, like there's gotta be some part in everyone that just kind of just wants to make an attempt at a giant one. I mean, just make an attempt at it. <laughs> at a giant one. Oh God. A giant, a giant one, you know, a penis, like everyone. Sure. Sure. Like maybe you don't want to marry the, the giant one, but like you want to make an attempt at, you want to, I want to tell this story about a giant penis, but I think that the um, bio. No, no, this is a different giant penis. This is actually about a, a mythical giant penis. It's not a real giant penis. But I've quite the, a few of those encounterings, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this story is so freaking great, but it's too close <laughs> to home. There's too many. Like, I think these people listen. I don't want to put a, um, I don't want to screw this relationship up between this man and this woman. I like telling the story. The woman told me the story. I don't think the dude would appreciate it. <laughs> I told. thought it was mythical. I mean, it's about a mythical penis. They were they were talking about a hypothetical penis, and she shared the conversation with me. Or or maybe she shared. I it think with my there's wife. such a thing as like you can. They're like too big is not good. Too big is just not going to end well. Right, but 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 you but but everyone wants to like, like make the attempt like at the giant one. Like having like, a, mm. You want to have an encounter with a giant one before like you retire. Just like it doesn't have to be like a yeah, just an encounter. <laughs> just to know that you don't want it or just, just to, to be sure <laughs> try it yeah yeah like when i go to the trampoline park with my kids i'm like damn i should have tried some of this shit like when i knew i was capable of it and now i'm 49 and i'm not like you don't want to be like married and 52 years old and be like oh the biggest cock i ever rode was five inches <laughs> i i tried to ride a nine incher that was like a coke can once like like you want to have that in your your I think. I mean, I think. It's just like, yeah, I think. So, so Emily was saying that the vibrator could desensitize you. This is cracking me up. Like it's just so too. It's just too. My feelings just, around any sex toys. Yeah. Is that if you get conditioned to one type, then it's like, yeah, it can make other things different. So I think it's, I think it's healthy to like be able to take breaks and switch it up and change things around and, and enjoy different sensations. I don't think it means that something's bad. It just means like, Hey, if, if you're a, if you only have one way of getting off, then maybe, maybe stop that for a little while and, and play with some other things. Yeah. Okay. Constantly varied. Yeah. I love it on the porn sites. Like Constantly you're going through. Varied. You're going through a porn site looking for a good video, and on the side, there's like something like trying to make you feel guilty for looking at porn. It's telling you you should get one of these whores that's in your town instead. You're like, what? <laughs> like that's the that's the that's the motivation. It's like horny horny mothers waiting for you. You're like, hey hey hey, they they need love too. They right. need love too. I just love how the comments. I was cracking up because it's like. Kate, what's the workout for tomorrow's CrossFit wad? And you're over here talking about riding monster dick for one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey. I wasn't. Sivan was talking about riding monster. Not you, not you, not you. <laughs> it was just a funny contrast. <laughs> um, I, do you have any stories about <laughs> Boris Johnson? No, I can find one. There, there, there was a Boris what, Johnson. What kind a, of stories do you after about him? He he made a speech, basically telling his constituents, which is the entire island, um sitting out there in the Atlantic. What do they call it? The United Kingdom. And it's got some other shit like attached to it too, like Ireland and Wales and the UK and Scotland. It's just this place where people talk funny. 
and eat French fries. Anyway, the, it's basically the United States with a different accent, just a shit ton of fat people, right? And um, they're out there, and he tells his constituents basically in a nutshell, hey, um, this losing weight, eating healthy shit, like it's a lot of work. Why don't you just get the vaccine? And when he says that, I'm thinking to myself, man, if like if one of my teachers, if one of my kids, like if someone said that to me, it's no big deal. Okay, I get it. But if there was someone in my kid's life who spoke to them like that, like was teaching them the easy way out or arguing their limitations, I would either humiliate them publicly or possibly slap the shit out of them, depending on my relationship with them. Like it is such horrible, um, vile um, mindset to be in. It is it is the epitome of everything that's wrong. I mean, it, it's like world-class codependency. And it's just so gross that he would say that. But that's not the point of what I'm saying. There's this friend of mine that I have who's a podcaster, huge podcaster, has had Jordan Peterson on. This dude is smart as shit. And I say to him, Boris Johnson is a twat. And his response is, well, at least they're not locked down anymore. And that's exactly what they want you to say. They want to rape you every single day so that on the holidays when they're not raping you, you're like, well, this is great. We what a Christmas blessing. off. Yeah, it it's working on really smart people. Well, at least we're not locked down. So oh. we in Melbourne, when I was living there, the day that they removed all of the restrictions, they called it Freedom Day. And there was this like mass celebration and everyone was super excited. And I'm like, guys, this is fucked. It's been everything's been taken away from you. And they've handed some of it back, not even all of it, some of it. And people are wildly celebrating, super grateful, so thankful about to go live their lives. And I'm like, it's not fucking freedom. You've paid a price for this. You've paid it by going and getting vaccinated. Like that's not fucking freedom. It's it, like the idea that people are like super excited for it. I'm like, no, like this is your right. Like this is this is a way that we should be expecting to uh, to live our lives day by day and yet here we are being like oh it's so nice it's so good to get back to normal life and i'm like it's not fucking normal like, no i know paid such a big price for this why why does anyone think that will, will ever be normal i had i we had a guest on the other day that said well when covid is over i'm like when we get rid of this covid i'm like what planet are you on <laughs> listen there will never be normal that's like saying um you chopped off your finger and you can't wait till everything's back to normal it's not and, and that's okay you just you have one less finger and uh and, and saying what covid will be it, that's like saying i can't wait till the oceans are dry, uh, dry out it, it, that's not happening we're not going to live we're not living without covid and i told and i told the person they were guests on the show and i said hey uh it's not that we're ever going to get rid of covid it's that the only hope we have is that people change their mindset about what covid is there's nothing. There's no other getting. It's like saying you're going to get rid of racism. You're not going to get rid of racism. It's in people's heads. You can't get rid of racism. It's a thought. It's a belief. There's no beliefs you get rid of. None. Zero. You can't get rid of Bigfoot. It's like saying you're going to get rid of Bigfoot. You will not. You cannot. You shall not. I think I'm Dr. Seuss. <laughs> we had that good rhyme last time. Just to Caleb to clip that. We had, you had the whole thing going. It's interesting because they start with a compromise and then they force you to compromise again and then again. And then when they pull back to like the third compromise, when they're on the fifth one, they're like, hey, we've done you a favor. 
It's like, no, 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 no. You just continue to slowly encroach and then pull back a hair and make everybody jump for joy and really nothing's changed mm. at all. It's, it's weird. Yeah, it's pretty funny how quickly people forget that, like, the stuff that you're doing isn't – it's not – it's not special. It's like, no, this should, this should be normal. Not something you are celebrating. Yeah. Um, we're getting desensitized yeah, to this dildo. <laughs> I, I got into a, this nasty Seriously, We've been fucked and gotten used to it. I got into this nasty exchange with this doctor today. I think we're still friends, but it's, it's gotten pretty nasty. And I said, uh, there's there's a bunch of, there, there there's a, a bunch of research coming out now that this thing is hurting kids and there's a guy who's a PhD uh, car, uh, also a cardiologist and he was talking to I, I should actually put a link of it up I'll put a link of it up but he's basically saying he's treated 300 kids now with uh, with issues and he's just, and basically he's saying that you can't mandate this thing for kids like you cannot and um and so I send a text I send a link to the article and I said man can you imagine what's crazier doctors killing kids or doctors rationalize that they're killing kids and they responded with what's crazier people thinking that they know what they're talking about or, or no she said or what's crazier people think that they know what they're talking about just by surfing the internet basically taking a shot at me because I'm saying doctors are fucking hurting people and then trying to rationalize it and she's saying hey fuck nut you think you know shit because you surf the internet I went to college for six years right so then I responded with well you're in a profession where they think it's okay to mandate a drug on kids for a disease that doesn't kill kids. And I go, and I know how you get that smart. You go to school for four years and get brainwashed. <laughs> and then, and then we stopped talking. It's just crazy. Cobra road, Sevon. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys are friends anymore. No, productive conversation. Yeah. And I was a little bit more aggressive than that. I left out some things. I, 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 I no. It's really frustrating when you bring up something that potentially yeah you fucking found on the internet right like whatever but that's not the argument like that's not the point you know it's like hey like here's an issue and this is where i found it and they go okay well i'm going to ignore the issue and attack this other thing and just call you someone that has no fucking idea what you're talking about rather than actually talk about what you've said and the information could be hey well like you've shown me this data let me show you a subset of data that i have that supports my beliefs right. on this particular issue rather than like you found that on the internet, therefore you're fucking wrong. Go and die somewhere. And it's like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Like, that wasn't the whole conversation. Uh, I wonder if I'm going to get in trouble for, for posting this. Okay, copy. And then I I can. I'm going to send it to you, Matt. Maybe you could just post a, a link in the comments. Is that cool? Yeah. It's really good. They're all They're all PhDs, MDs. By the way, that's a huge thing, by the way, people. MDs, congratulations, you're a doctor. PhD MDs, uh, that's a, a whole nother world of a person. Oh, shit. Calling from Texas. What do you want to rub in our face? What? Bella, what do you want to rub in our face? <laughs> no, I, I had a question that I wanted to ask you for a while. Uh-oh. I don't want... Oh, well, I... You just always seem very well informed on the news, and I don't watch the news at all. And I was always curious, what, what is your recommendation on how people should ingest the news? Like, as in, as in what's going on, current events in the world? Because right now, my system is, I just, like, wait for things to, like, oh, I heard about it from somebody else. I don't know if it's a good system. How much time do you want to spend on researching the news? Mm. Personally, I always feel like it doesn't really affect my life, but it always also feel like I'm very out of the loop 
whenever people are talking about stuff like in a CrossFit gym setting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like I could probably be more educated, but I'm also scared to like just dive into CNN or Fox or something like this. Hey, so, when see when, when, he, well, I, let me ask you this question: When you see a headline that says um, uh, children are dying, um, uh, uh, children dying from COVID has increased four hundred percent this month. How, what what do you hear when that when someone says that? That seems really bad. Yeah, and then and then and then, but so what I do is then I go and I look how many died the previous month, and it says one. And then I look up the person's name and it's a kid who's 400 pounds who was actually in the hospital um, having cardiac arrest. And then they suspected they got COVID. So the, and then this month there were four. And then I go, oh, for what region? And they say for the United States. And then I go, oh, shit, how many people live in the United States? And it's 330 million. That's how I do it. I contextualize everything. So like if you're like, hey, my penis is nine inches long. And, and then I find out you're a, a um, uh, um, uh, what, what are those horses in the Budweiser commercials? Uh, a Clydesdale. Clydesdale. Thank, thank you, sir. Uh, I think, wow, you got a small dick. Like, like I don't just like just run with like nine inches is a big dick. I got. I need to know. I have to contextualize. Context. Yeah, everything is context. Everything is context. Kate is beautiful. She has a boyfriend. Yeah, she's not as beautiful. It's 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 all context. Do you have that part of your routine though, where you're looking at headlines and stuff, and then googling it and cross? Like, how are you? When are you doing that? Is that thing you do in the morning? Oh, um, you know what I do a lot of times. So, and here's another thing too. So, there's also the spirit of what is true and what's not true. So, I I was on this guy's site today on Instagram, and he has like six hundred thousand followers, and he's ripping on this fucking doctor who says that um, drinking soda melts your bones. He goes, that's complete horse shit. They don't, it doesn't melt your bones. And he's just ripping this doctor. And then, and then, and then doesn't say how bad sugar is for you. That's like saying that you found out at Auschwitz, it's been totally misrepresented because only 12% of the people died in the gas chamber and the rest were chopped up into little bits with, with uh, saws. It's like, dude, like, um, I don't care if sugar melts your bones or not, if it's still the leading correlate of uh, 99% of all chronic disease on the planet. Like, so, so some stuff I'm just okay with the spirit of things being accurate. Does, does that, does that make sense? I, I, I just try to think about it. I, people call it critical thinking. I don't know why I'm like that. Um, yeah. And I don't know what's you critical always have about very it. Good perspective. Oh. That I don't normally think about. Whenever I hear you say stuff, I'm always like, like what you said about the, oh, I look back and I saw that there was one kid that died. He was 400 pounds. Like, I just don't ever think to like take it to the next level. Especially so, when it comes to news. So here's the crazy thing. The original Chinese data, and I, and I actually, to be honest with you, I learned all this from working with uh, Greg Glassman, being around people like Nicole Carroll, Dave uh-huh. Cascaro, Greg Glassman, Brian Mulvaney, just all those fucking people. Just anyone who was in that executive team, Greg was always like, things had to be defined. So like if two people were talking, if I heard Matt say to Kate, do you believe in God? And Kate said, yeah, I would know they said nothing to each other because we don't know who you is. We don't know what God is. We haven't defined shit. Kate knows all about this too because that's the whole essence of why CrossFit's so awesome. Everything's so defined. And so um, I forget where I was with that, but I was – Talk about original data in China. Original data in China. So they say 
the, the original data in China was something along the lines of 80% of all the deaths were men who were 65 years old who had been smoking for 30 years or more. And then all of the pundits on the news station started saying, wow, this is something that kills old people. And I'm thinking there's no proof of that. How, what, 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 I mean, I, I know that you want to leap to that, but you're not a three year old. If someone's 60, the leading, if someone's 65 and they've been smoking for 30 years, they're, they're, uh, age is just a weak correlate. It's clearly some sort of lifestyle choice they've been doing through years. And then the second leading cause of death in China was the women who lived with these men. And so when they say, when you hear people who are in nursing homes and 40% of them died for COVID and they say it gets old people, that's totally missing the point. Those are people who've had the opportunity to drink Coke and eat Twinkies for 40 fucking years. That's how I see it. And so people are just tricked by correlates. They're just tricked and tricked and tricked by correlates. And, and, and for some reason, I'm able to think like that. And I use a lot of metaphors. If you use metaphors and analogies for everything, it will bring perspective on it. So, and it makes you seem smarter. Yeah. So, like, take a picture of your penis next to a Hot Wheel. I don't know if it makes you seem smarter. <laughs> take a picture of your penis next to a Hot Wheel and shit, it'll be like, yo. <laughs> Everyone's going to be so tricked. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks, Simone. Okay. Thanks. I thought, I thought I for think, sure um, you were going to come I, out. I'm going to add. Yes, please. I'm going to add on that mainstream media is a really bad place to find news. Um, it's like, it's really one, because now when we do the news, I go and look for articles and I look for stories and it's hard to find stuff that's relevant, that's important and stuff that's unbiased. So I think going to like CNN or going to a website or like seeing shit on the news at night, like wherever you see it, it's like that stuff is, is picking what it tells you. And it's, it's also picking the way that it tells you that information. So I find that if you can start finding the people that give one particular side of the story and follow them on Twitter, and then you can go and find someone who gives the opposite side of the story and follow them on Reddit or go and find them on Instagram or fucking wherever, and you can kind of get your information from the horse's mouth rather than being kind of spun through mainstream media and some journalist version of it, that can give you different information, a, a variety of information that is different from what's like mainstream. Um, and it can also give you stuff that's, it will usually be biased, but at least it's biased in a way that's clear and obvious because it's coming from that one particular person. And you can find the kind of the opposing story and, and get a balance of ideas and make up your mind from there. Um, is that something that you do daily? Like are, are you, like I don't usually do it daily, but I follow people, you know, like I follow people that will link out information and, and, and release their resources. And so there will be different things that will trigger or prompt me to go and follow something up or chase something up. So when you're following enough people and your, your own okay. newsfeed on things like social media gives you little triggers, that's when it's like, hey, that thing's inter interesting to me. Or even like, you know, my friends will post something that's super pro fucking vax. And I'll be uh, like, they'll post these images that are like, they're just the headlines. Just You just want to punch yourself in the face. You go and simply reading the comments on some of those posts, it gives you information from so many different perspectives and you can actually interpret it much 
much better when you see what's underneath, where the information has come from, where the resources are. You follow up an article and you read the references and you go to the studies. So it's like if you can be willing to see something and be like, that's kind of weird or that headline's a bit outrageous and go down that rabbit hole of like, okay, let me go to that article. Okay, who was it written by? Who's the scientist? Who's the What's the study they're referencing? I'll go to the study. Let me go read this thing. Um, and that can kind of help you go through some rabbit hole to get information that's actually accurate. I will not use Reddit. Boy, that the, <laughs> Kate just made it sound like, like yeah, Kate, Kate, Kate's smart. Kate's, I don't do, what's your name? My name is Josh. Josh, yeah, Kate's smart. Are you smart like Kate or are you more like like me? Uh, I don't know. I think I just work hard. I would not say I'm particularly smart. What do you do? Um, right now I work at the CrossFit gym. Oh, awesome. Uh, cross, yeah, CrossFit Aguilin here in town. I really want to get my level four one day, but I, right now I have a level three and I'm really pumped up about oh, that. Oh, shit. You're smart. Uh, um, look at look at this headline. That's By the awesome. way, CNN CNN uses the exact same headline. So it says, "Perfectly healthy sixteen year old who loved photography and video games died suddenly from COVID nineteen." And then it says, "I can tell you how I can't tell you how a perfectly healthy sixteen year old boy can be making his own peanut butter sandwich late Wednesday night within twenty four hours of his life." That okay. So this boy is so obese that his ears are recessed into his head. His cheeks are so fat they stick out past his eyeballs. He has no neck. Um. He is, and I'm guessing that let's say that this is a good picture of him. He's more than 200 pounds overweight, easily, easily. Someone overfed this boy and, and, and who is responsible for his health and safety killed this boy is how I would write the story. And maybe it would be just as biased as this. But here's the problem. If you use their logic, this is the most racist thing happening in America right now. They are. T- this is their logic. They are telling everyone who looks like this that this is the baseline for healthy. This is this is all word fuckery right here. There's and and that's what everything is. It's just it, the stuff coming from mainstream media is just all word fuckery. They're telling me that this is healthy, and then there's people who are quoting this and reading this on NPR, CNN. I mean, CNN has the exact same article. They must have just bought it from this same lady. Um, so it, it's uh, you, I, you can't know. How do you know if random bits of data are true? You can't. I mean, you can't know. I, I guess. Yeah. But this is just nuts here, and there's tons of this. So for for I've looked at more than a hundred of these people who they say are healthy, and there was only one, and it was the New York Times reported on a young boy that I couldn't find any evidence of whether he was healthy or not. But people be like, this guy died on Broadway, and he was super healthy. I find out he had a crazy coke addiction. There's some other guy in the CrossFit community who died. I looked at him; he was obese. Another guy in the CrossFit community died. Clearly, a fucking anabolic steroid user. And then you go start looking. How does anabolic steroids affect? Like uh, Kate was saying, you go to the Lancet and type in anabolic steroids and COVID, and you see whole. Holy shit, that's a nightmare. So you soon can say crazy shit like I see on my Instagram, show me someone healthy who's died from this. Just one. I heard an example of the other one. I, I don't know if you were the one that actually originated it. So if you were, I apologize. I heard somebody talking about how like they were comparing it to cars and how no one talks about the hundreds and thousands of people that die all the time from car crashes and like makes the assessment that like, cars are bad to drive but everyone does that with covid and like with being out and social and like risking getting covid and all this is like but no one's saying that it's like that risky to drive it's well because worse, it's, it's because deadly. it's not they then they used to go to well because it's not contagious or don't be stupid hey do twelve thousand people a year die in the united states falling downstairs 
there's never going to be a year where 12,000 healthy people in the United States die from COVID. Never. And there's never going to be a year where 12,000 healthy people die falling downstairs. Do you know who dies from falling downstairs? Not me or you. Yeah. Old people at the nursing home. And if it is me or you, it's our time to go. (laughs) I mean, my kid would have fun falling down the stairs me or you would probably well, i don't know how old you are i would probably have a life-altering injury and, and and one of my parents might die but that's there's nothing you can do about that that's just age yeah these the, we're, we're in a world of just complete idiots if you want to see something sad go watch idiocracy and, i don't want and, to see something sad so take your word on um it's uh, um <laughs> It's never, this thing has never been scary for anyone who could think. Never. This is like, there's never been a moment when this should have been scary for anyone. Unless, yeah. unless you're 400 pounds. Then, then, and then even then, it's not that scary. You can immediately make a shift in your life. Immediately. Immediately. And, and have dramatic uh, impact. Yeah. Thank you very My much. My dad is going to be oh. going. Oh, I don't no, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay? She only has six articles. Hey, you guys know let's how to till, hack me. Let's, wait till, let's wait till someone writes in the comments, hang up on this douche. What? Oh, shoot, man. I hope that doesn't happen. No, it well, always I was happens. Say, my, my dad is going to be going with me to uh, Wadapalooza. Uh-huh. And he really, he's been really overweight all my life. And he's, he's like messed with, he had, he had really bad knees from like before I was born. So all this. And I'm really hoping that being in that big of a competition environment and, and all this is a spark for him. He's talked a lot about wanting to lose weight and he's 54 and he probably has about a hundred, anywhere between 80 to hundred pounds to lose. I'm really hoping that being around there is going to help him out and, and be a really cool example and spark. Dude, challenge him to do the carnivore diet for 30 days. Huh? He, he, I think his bigger thing is alcohol to be. Oh yeah. 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 That's yep. And Hey, you know, what's crazy about alcohol. That thing gets so twisted up with whether you're an alcoholic or whether you're chasing the sugar. I used to think that I loved alcohol. He doesn't eat much carbohydrate at all. Uh, What's his drink? Does he, does he, he doesn't drink any of that new age shit. Does he? Oh Oh, yeah. I guess, I guess carbohydrate through beer. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. But does he drink any of that stuff? Like, um, What's that stuff that like it's it's like got fruity flavors and shit in it? Um, no, Europeans like drink it. No, no, no. Uh, ciders and stuff. Does he drink that stuff? No, no. He does like liquors, so like like whiskey or scotch and beer. I mean that's that's kind of his own. Um, I hate to say it, but he should just, just switch to Tito's. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he should quit drinking. I mean, fuck it. How old yeah, is he? I know. <laughs> It's time. 53. It's just part of the culture, I think. Like it, Is your dad rich? I agree with. Is your dad rich? He's, yeah, at this point, he's not always, but he is now. Yeah. He, yeah, he has to quit drinking so he can enjoy the money. Yeah. Didn't Greg Glassman have a problem with that? With drinking? He likes drinking a lot. But he quit. So I used to drink like 12 Coors Lights every night with Greg. And then one day... I, you, I, I never told you the story. What was your name again? John, Harry, Clark, Josh, Josh, Josh. Josh I never told yes, you the story about Greg and, no. and how he quit Coors Lights. No. Didn't he like meet someone at the airport 
And then it was, was in like, a, it was at a Starbucks. It was at a Starbucks, and it was a doctor with a book. And then Greg noticed the book, and then uh, he talked to him, and they had a conversation. They became friends. He mentioned a thing about the how alcohol affects the cells, and then Greg quit drinking that day. That's Beer. the spirit Beer. of it. Yeah. So that's not accurate, but that it's good enough. It's true. I mean, it's true in my book. I met a guy at Starbucks, and I was there, and the guy was smart as shit, and he had a big old fucking medical manual, and Greg goes over to him. And Greg likes to talk with the smartest guy in the room, and they're going back and forth. And the guy's like, well, actually, it's not directly sugar that causes the insulin, blah, blah, blah. It's something in, in nucleic acid and the yeast consumption and blah, blah, blah. And then Greg's like, like in beer? And he goes, exactly. Beer is like the number one way to get type 2 diabetes because of the yeast reaction with the nucleic. And then it was like, Greg's like, we get in the car, and he's like, I'm never drinking beer again. I'm like, drink four million Coors Lights Whoa. with you in the last five years. What are you talking about? And he didn't. He never drank. Really? really? Yeah, he switched to Tito's. He never, ever had another beer. It was nuts. But he's like that. What I mean, he's a, guy, his man. brain That's is cool. his brain's kind of crazy. I mean, not crazy in a bad way. It's like he's um, yeah, he's it's he is. It's a strong, powerful. It's like a bear trap. Thank you, Javon. I don't want to take any more of your time. Too late. Sorry. <laughs> that you can leave that dude. You can leave that dude at your house with your sister. <laughs> it's Nothing always hard happens. to tell when they first call, like if they're being serious or sarcastic. There's like that first, like we're feeling them out. You know what I'm talking about? And 100%. I got, I got two main things from that from that call. Number one, we need to cancel stairs. We should only have ramps. <laughs> Nobody's loved one needs to die due to a set of stairs. They're racist and they're ageist. And then the second thing was we probably need to define health. Health, yeah. Well, uh, you know what's funny? There's um some like there's some crazy statistic around when people like elderly people move into single story, single level houses, that the rate of like hip replacements increases because when you move out of a house that requires you to go up and down stairs, you lose that functional capacity and you actually oh, become weaker. So I like moves it into a single story house. They're old. They don't want to go upstairs. They think they shouldn't, they can't, whatever the story is and suddenly become, have less capacity and are at more risk of falling over and breaking their hip. I so, buy it. Uh, do I believe not move it. out of a two-story house. I believe it. Um, why be scared of fruits and vegetables? I don't know why. Tell me. I'm not scared of fruits and vegetables. Are you? <laughs> are you uh, fructose is our friend. <laughs> this might be one of those people like that doctor I was telling you about. Like he's getting it all confused. Listen, I don't care how many carbs you get from broccoli. Go to town. Light. I mean, he's being true to his username. Difficult and light. Oh, okay. Fair. Wow. All no, right, no, Josh. Josh, don't do it. You think that's the Josh that just called? Yes. Josh <laughs> Godin's 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 Godin's. Yeah, I know. I know. Go ahead. Fine. 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 Refined carbohydrates. Refined carbohydrates. You feel better? Type 2 <laughs> diabetes. Type 2 diabetes. You feel better? I, you know what I'd like to see you do difficult and in light? I'd like to see you eat 25 pounds of the vegetable of your choice in one day and make a video of it. Can you do that? <laughs> and then the following day, I want to see. And, and then and also I want to film all your shits too. 
want you to eat 2,400 calories. Actually, not 25 pounds, sorry. I want you to eat 2,400 pounds of, uh, 2,400 calories of vegetables, 2,500 calories of vegetables a day. Do that for a couple of days. That's it. I just, just don't want to see. And then report back to me. I have no idea what would happen. But I think it's good, good for you. You need that. All right. Are you ready to get it fired up? Uh, we're talking about Twitter censoring and uh, permanently suspending people. I like it how you just took charge. Kate, uh, Hobart would still be quiet. He'd just be like. <laughs> I just felt a lull and I was like, this is it. <laughs> yeah, so, um, it. so Twitter's permanently suspending. Sorry. No, vegetarians are stuffing themselves with pasta. Isn't that what vegetarians are doing? No, no. <laughs> those are fucking, those morons are just- A lot of vegetable eating. oils too. <clears throat> yeah, they just eat bread all day. But but I like your thinking, but no, no. Unless they're gluten-free. Maybe they're gluten-free and vegetarians. I, I, I try to be as carnivore as I can. I would do it this month if someone wants me to. I've been taking a lot of creatine. I'm really bloated right now. Creatine and arginine. Interesting that you're adding that in. If you're practically carnivore, surely you'd be getting enough creatine from all the red meat you're eating. I know, but I have this white jar full of creatine powder that I've had for like five years, and I'm determined to finish it this year. <laughs> There's no logic to Can't it. Can't to throw it out. Okay. Twitter suspended a personal account of Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene for repeated violations of its COVID misinformation policy, the company said on Sunday. Greene said in a statement through her office Sunday that she was suspended for tweeting statistics from the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Anyone can report an adverse event to the system, which operates under the Department of Health and Human Services. The agency says it is not designed to determine if a vaccine caused a health problem. Green says Twitter is an enemy to America and can't handle the truth. That's fine. I'll show America we don't need them and it's time to defeat our to defeat our enemies. So Twitter has implemented a strike system for violations, which I think this is so interesting. A single strike might not incur an action, but the company will place locks on accounts that repeatedly violate the policy. Five or more strikes result in a permanent suspension, according to the company's website. Green was suspended multiple times last year for violations of this policy and obviously so, so, has had her five strikes and is now permanently out. Uh, so, so here's the problem. With this article, it says nothing, and it wants to imply that she did something wrong. So let me give you an example of how Instagram works. Instagram, it doesn't even matter whether you break their policy. Like, we can all team up and just start reporting on someone, and they'll get fucked. Like, it, it's consensus. It has nothing to do with, like, we can all just team up on someone and get rid of them. Dave Castro posted something of a, a piggy shot, and it's been fucking shadow banned. Posted a fucking piggy. He gave that meat from that pig or that boar, whatever it is, to his neighbors across the street who are hard up for fucking food. I didn't know he was shadow banned for that. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you got to type in like f almost his whole name to fucking find the guy and all his stories yeah, way like down. It's crazy. Like, and, and, and people were reporting me for child pornography for my three prime brother site because my boys were working out without shirts on. There's girls what? everywhere with, yes. Oh my God. And so finally, someone from Instagram um, who, who listens to so, the show said, hey, you know what? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Go ahead. No, you go. I'm, I'm going to go back to Twitter in a second and talk about the guy that they, another guy they suspended recently. I want to talk about Marjorie Green real quick. So she, um, in, in the media, she's a psychopath, wingnut, Jew hater, Trump lover, uh, c- crazy fanatic CrossFitter, um, and believes that working out and eating right um, will cure COVID. If, if so, if you do research on her, that's what you get. So, of course, since I own three little Jews myself. And I'm and I'm in love with one um, female Jew. I had to do the I had to do the research. Yo, this bitch fucking with the Jews, I'll fuck her up. Um, I do the research and I find out that she actually said nothing. Um, I couldn't find anything negative she said about the Jews. She went after a family called the Rothschilds, and basically the Rothschilds are, are involved in some experimentation with satellites in space that, um. And I don't know if this is exactly accurate, but you feel free to look it up. Basically, these satellites in space, it's, it's a project to basically gather energy in space or harness energy from the sun or something like that. And then and then shoot that energy back down to Earth so that it's usable. Fucking that's my third grade explanation. In that in that practice or in that them trying to do that, there were reports or there was belief that that could have possibly caused the fires in California a couple of years ago that could have played a role. From And she proposed that idea, I believe, from the stories I read. From there, the left media – and trust me, I would love to sniff her out as some Jew hater. The left media called her a Jew hater and said that Jews shot lasers from their eyes that started forest fires. I could find nothing like that. I looked fucking everywhere. I looked everywhere. It's the same thing with the shit about and and like I don't want to like Marjorie Green. I don't want to like the weirdos. I don't want to. I don't want to like Donald Trump. But when you tell me he hates Mexicans and then I and I can't find anything, so I wow University of Santa Cruz. Okay, so I um I, I man she's uh anyway she's one of those people who's been just completely vilified. And it's like totally polarizing. It's really funny. You go and look at some of these people. So like you can research her, look up her name. You can go and look at um, Dr. Peter no, no. Pollock. You can go and look at. Uh, She's Dr. not Robert a Jew Malone. hater. Um, yeah, but you, you, so what I'm saying is on, uh, on, sorry, I think you're responding to someone's comment. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry, Kate. On Wikipedia, the, the descriptions in the bios for so many of these people, um, the way that it's written is really fucked up. Like if you go and read it, it's so incredibly biased. Um, and, and it's like, so I've been wanting to send some stuff to my mom actually, but she typically will, if I send something to her, she'll go and research who it is. And I know that the first thing that will pop up is fucking Google will sh- tell, tell you to go yes. and look at Wikipedia. Um, and so when you yes. go and look at these articles, they talk about people promoting misinformation and people being far right and people being all these things and like fascist and anti-Semitic. Like, it's just like, it's impossible for me to send information to someone because if you go and Google that person, Google is like, Hey, go and look at Wikipedia. Let, let us show you this article, which is, we all know Wikipedia is written by fucking whoever um, and, and like fact-checked by fucking their system. So it's like just as biased. It's like you can't get information that allows people to be open to different views. Yes. Well said. That is perfect. And you know what? Uh, my, my wife has people in her family like that, that like if you send, tell them anything, they immediately go to the source instead of like researching it themselves. It's like, dude. Like of course they're smashing the 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 source. Uh, it's funny you ask where James is today. It's very very funny. It's not my place to tell you where he is. 
Maybe but he's this in the motherfucker says this morning in a text. I will tell you this. This motherfucker this morning sends me a text message that says, hey, I can't make the show. Me and Kate and Matt have a thread. It's pinned on the top of my phone. It's one of my favorite threads. Not a noisy thread, but it still gets to be at the top. That's my wife. <laughs> and, and, and so I'm like, huh. Okay, can't be on the show. And then, I, and then I quickly, I, I know, I know the ratings because I study them and jerk off to them every night. And I know that one of the top ten best shows in the history of Seven Podcast is one that me and Kate and Susan did alone without James. I'm like, fuck it, I'm good to go. Fuck you, James. <laughs> and then later on in the afternoon, I'm at the beach chilling, just like hanging out with my kids or pretending to really just finding new people on my Instagram to uh, interview. And, and Susan calls, goes, hey, or maybe I called Susan. I don't remember. And I and. He, he's like, hey, what's up with James? I go, what do you mean? He goes, everything okay with him? I'm like, well, I don't know. What are you talking about? This little Sousa plants little seeds in my head that like, cause this insecurity <laughs> to blossom. Blossom. <laughs> oh, fuck. So I got to go. I got to go, Sousa. I got to go. So now I call James. I go, why aren't you coming on the show tonight? What the fuck's up? You Okay. Are you done with the show? I get like, I like, like it just, it's just a runaway. He's like, no, chill. What? Huh? No. What? Thanks for, and he's like, he's like trying to be nice. He's like, oh, well, thanks for calling and checking on me. I'm like, I'm not calling and checking on you. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong. Like, what did I do? <laughs> and he's like, nothing, dude. I'm going out with so and so tonight. And so someone else asked him to go out tonight. And, uh, and we got kicked got, to the curb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of okay with it. I, I, the, I, the, Kind of okay with it. Has Greg ever done that to you, Kate? Called me and told me he was sick, but he's actually going out somewhere. No, he didn't say he was sick. He told <laughs> he me he, he said he couldn't come. And then and then and then I he said he couldn't make the date tonight. And then when I asked him and then I called him, I said, Hey, what's you were on the thread? He just said, Hey, I can't make it tonight. And we said, Okay. And then I called him and I'm like, Yo, where are you? What's up? Why aren't you being on the show tonight? And he told me why. He had a better offer. I don't know if better is the right word. I don't know if better is the right word, but he, but it wasn't like he was tired or he was sick or he was on a plane. I mean, it, it was, it was like, someone pointed, has Greg ever done that to you? Like you're supposed to go out and he's like, sorry, Janet wants to go out with me tonight. <laughs> he hasn't done that to me yet. Have you done that to him? But I mean, who would? Right. Good point. <laughs> no. We have a respectful yeah. relationship, a little different to you and how about Obviously, I was really hoping it was going to be his wife. Like in my head, his wife was like, you know, you do too much time on that podcast or they don't pay you any money. Why are you giving three hours? I was hoping it's something like that. Yeah. And it's not. It's just like, hey, this person wants to go out with me tonight. (laughs) It's because he's seen me like taking some time off from the podcast and he's like, what the fuck, man? Oh, so you gave him permission. Time off. (laughs) I've just did a trend. (laughs) It's copycat. Oh, man. You gotta pay it, oh, him all, Savon. That's why. <laughs> oh my God! If Savon could hit a <laughs> cast with Rogan, it would be fucking epic. What's a cast? I have to pee. Oh, a podcast. A podcast, I think. That oh, that brings up another thing. I can't do anyone's podcast. I'm so sorry. A lot of you people are asking me to do podcasts. I cannot do other podcasts. I've tried to make them. Yes, I cannot do it. <laughs> We've had some really good offers. <laughs> We've had some really good offers. I just, I just, I just wish Josh Ooh, would like who. periodically would do one with me, and that's it. And if he doesn't, I mean, this thing's just blowing up. I just want to do this. I want, I, 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 but I, but trust me, I want Kate and James to come on more. And so I know you're feeling. I know you. I know. 
it's it's karma. I have karma. You want me to come on? I'm saying fuck you. I want Kate and James to come on and do the news every day. They're like, nah, sorry, we got lives. So <laughs> every day. <laughs> just five days a week. Five days. A week. The news every day. Holy shit. Oh my God. Have we done we any good. stories? We oh, we did one. Yeah, I have we to did pee. We did, we did that one. We, we kind of have a follow-up. I'll, 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 while Savan's going pee, I'll, I'll chase up with the second part of this. Okay, I hope someone this. calls now so I can't answer. <laughs> <laughs> so um, everybody in the comments has been talking about the Joe Rogan interview with Dr. Robert Malone, and he's another person that has been permanently suspended from Twitter, and I just found that interesting. Um, Joe Rogan has a great ability to bring people on who the mainstream media has censored, and he's been uh, just recently interviewed, and I haven't listened to all of it yet. I've just listened to the beginning of it, but uh, Dr. Robert Malone, I believe, was also suspended from LinkedIn and some other sites, so he's pretty hard to find now, but um, the whole story of it is really interesting. Um, and I think everybody's saying you've got to listen to that episode. Um, and I 100% will be finishing it off soon, but yeah, he was also suspended, um, on Wednesday. He is a U.S.-based virologist and immunologist credited for significantly contributing to the invention of the mRNA technology, which is the foundation of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Um, and the ban came just hours after the AP posted a controversial fact-check report claiming Malone misled people by claiming the vaccines are failing against the Omicron variant. Um, so... It's it's interesting. I think um, so many people are just being censored right now around all this stuff. It's like, hey, why do you think that is scary? No more free. Speech. Why do you, why do you think they're being Sorry? censored? Why do you think they're being censored? Um, I think it's one of those things where people trying to do good in the form of save lives and do the best for the community and not be selfish and do the, the right thing, the quote unquote right thing. Anybody who talks out against that, it becomes like, it just always turns into a very emotive argument. And I think that like fucking places like Twitter are just shutting it down. Um, it's like you're immediately cast as the villain. You're immediately cast as selfish and, and fucking like crazy and out of your mind. And you're trying to damage people's health and you're not, you're not thinking about other people. Um, and it's like, man, you listen to him and he's a smart guy. Like you, you really can't deny that. So there's another and he's mellow. and I and apologize. He's mellow. Mellow. Same thing yeah. with Peter McCulloch, like they're mellow people. Um, and Savan, I think, did you listen to that whole Brett Weinstein podcast? No, no, no. The one where they start talking about kids, masking kids, and then they talk about like, it's it's so good listening to those people because they're, they're all fucking scientists. And it's like, you know, that guy called up earlier being like, man, where do you get your information from? It's like, if you can listen to scientists talk, that's when you can understand how to create your own opinions on things. Because scientists and that, that, that scientist brain, it's like, it's, it's so amazing how they analyze and critically think. Um, and yeah, the way that they talk about it, it's like people are just, people are just threatened and there's some kind of like some drive against it to try and shut down one particular side of the narrative. Why? Whoever it is and whatever it's for. It's like, yeah, that was the question I had. Why? And then, and then one can, like one step. Yeah. Control. One step further than that. I always wonder is like, if there's no, nobody ever talks about, you know, 
getting out of this, right? They're not like, hey, at 85% vaccination, that's our tipping point and we could not worry about it anymore. So in a perfect world, if it makes it to 100% vaccination, who who benefits from that the most? I think people get too deep, you know, like in Australia, it's like you can watch the government at the moment. You can go back through and there's like these timelines and they came out saying these outrageous things. They weren't sure, but the government's speaking on behalf of everybody and is making policies and decisions that that affects everybody. And once they've gone so far down one one route, no one is willing to turn around and go, you know what? Fuck, I was wrong. Let's we need to change this. We need to do something else. So they fucking have their their version of the story shoved so far up their fucking ass that they they simply are determined to commit to that because they refuse to be wrong. And then on top of that, they've invested money. So like the money that's been paid to Big Pharma right now is absolutely outrageous. And it's like people have signed contracts, people are selling fucking vaccines, and we've got hundreds of thousands of vaccines where Australia had ordered enough Pfizer for every single person in Australia to have six shots. This is before fi- this is before boosters. This is before any of that information. This is before I think Pfizer had even been uh, granted its like emergency use by the FDA, whatever it was. It's like people are trading money before any decisions for people's health has been made. So ultimately, it's like it doesn't fucking matter what they think about your health. It's 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 money. It's contracts. It's it's pieces of paper that somebody signed and they they have no regard for it whether you're fucking sick or not it's just politicized and the more that they can say you're being selfish you're not doing the right thing the more they can continue to push their uh their uh agenda and who do you want to be right do you want them to be right the 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 the, or, or or do you want or do you want um the 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 science to be right that your immune system is the best way to fight this thing and to stop eating added sugar and refined carbohydrates you want which one do you want to be right? I want the open discussion, the open debate. I want. The I'm just saying, each individual needs to ask. Each individual needs to ask themselves, why would you want? Outside of what the truth is, why would you want? Why wouldn't you explore? Let's say you're totally pro vaccine. Why wouldn't you, you're pro forcing injections on people? You're pro forcing all kids to take this drug, experimental drug. Let's say you're totally for that. Why, why, why wouldn't you at least try this other way? It's been two years. It's too hard. People love to be told what to do. People fucking love the certainty of being told what the rules are, what's okay and what's not okay. In uh, this new state that I'm living in right now, they've removed mask mandates and people are fucking like throwing their arms up. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean you're removing them? I don't understand. And the people in the government are like, it is up to you as the individual to hold yourself accountable to the things that you feel is right to you and your loved ones. And people are like, what do you mean? What do you mean? A personal accountability? What the fuck is this? I don't understand. And it's like, people need rules. Yeah, people love yeah. rules. People love that certainty. And what freaked people out the most about this fucking pandemic was the uncertainty that came with it. And the people that are willing to challenge it are the people that are okay with the uncertainty and will go out and do the hard work to go and find different information and think through it differently. Everybody else is happy to be told what to do. And and it makes it simple, right? It makes it simple. It makes it easy. It makes things very straightforward. And anybody that speaks against that, that challenges that, you're challenging my my ideals, my ideology, my values. It's By the way, look attack. at – That's why it becomes so emotive. This guy is not pulled down off of YouTube. Dr. Robert Malone interviewed by Joe Rogan January 2nd, 2022. Digital Broadland. There it is. And I don't even think Joe Rogan is on 
YouTube anymore. So why would he be pulled down yeah, from there? Yeah, he's exclusively on Spotify, right? Yeah. Is it, um, yeah. They keep his channel uh, open and put sub clips in there to promote it and to keep it somewhat alive on YouTube, but it's it's all on Spotify. I, I was at Greg's house the other day in um, – I don't even know if I'm allowed to say what state he lives in. I don't think it matters. But anyway, and he lives in this neighborhood. It's just a regular neighborhood, but with just really rich people. And not his neighbor. Oh, yeah. And his neighbor is building this thing. It looks like a CVS in his backyard. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he goes, oh, it's a basketball stadium. I'm like, you can build that here? He goes, yeah, as long as it doesn't go over 30 feet. His neighbor is building, because he's got a bunch of NBA players in the neighborhood. His neighbor's building a bath, a full basketball court with all the bleachers and everything in his backyard. Guess what that neighbor does? He's a pharma executive and liberal as a motherfucker. Pharma executive. Yeah, I mean, look at what that was. I'm what just that like, him, right? It's fucking Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Uh, JR Eclipse. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Fine, fine. Be that way, Craig. Be right. I don't give a shit. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like people are just. I posted something like that on my Instagram, and people are like, "You're posting lies again." Hey, listen, my Instagram isn't the Bible. Is the Bible real? Okay, pick something that's real. My Instagram is not that. It's not. It's not sometimes I post stuff that's not that's not accurate. Okay, I'm sorry. You know what's interesting about the censorship? Is like what what benefit does uh, YouTube and like Twitter and stuff? What benefit do they have from pulling it down? Because if you remember back in the day, Mark Zuckerberg argued that Facebook was more or less like a platform, right? Like you can't charge your telephone company for a conspiracy if we're just using it to talk to each other on the phone to do something bad. And he was making that same thing or an argument about Facebook. But once they started censoring and changing the information, yes, that, that changed their position. Yes. So yes. then the question is, is like, at what point, when did they make the switch? When was that okay for them to make the switch? And then what benefit do they have from making the switch? What a great example, Sousa, the telephone. What a great example. This, this lady who's come out from Facebook and is like, Facebook could have stopped the January 6th thing. Shut the fuck up. That's more just I don't know what the is this the term psyops shut up. Like like I wanted them to interfere. Like shut up. Yeah, and you can make that same argument for the BLM protests with the yeah. that was done then, right? But they don't yeah. they didn't make that argument for that. Billions and billions and billions compared to the 30 million at, at the Capitol building. Let me tell you something. If the Capitol building was an insurrection, there would have been a fire. There was no fire. They burnt Ferguson down in an evening. 700 million. They burnt fucking oh, it's crazy. You moron! There's so many morons out there. Oh yeah, they were going to take over the Capitol building and then run the whole country. They were about to take over the United States. Oh my God! They were going to sit in the chair that Nancy Pelosi and pick up her mallet, and then they were going to have control over all of us. Yeah, Seattle. Jeez, Louise. It's funny, Clayton's comment here. He put the. Uh... The government is using tech companies to control access to the information. I would maybe argue the tech companies are using the government. Yes, yes, me too, me too. But I like it, Clayton. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. Everybody in the government's like, oh, "How's it going?" You don't want to work an iPhone. I'm good. I'm pretty good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> my, my, I'm fasting today. I, I seriously, or I thought I was going to crash earlier. I was like, I was it, it was. it was the first time I was like, maybe I can't do a show. But I rode the assault bike for 20 minutes. I took a shitload of creatine and arginine, and now I'm drinking like three cups of coffee. 
Yeah. <laughs> People still it. use creatine. I, I didn't I mean, think that was a thing anymore. It's so old. It's this it's pure creatine. I bought like my wife says I shouldn't be taking it. I, I it might be ten years old. It's just a jar of just this white powder. And I take a little oh. spoonful and put it in water and. You have to chisel a little piece off every time. You yes, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like I don't know if it's a creatine or arginine, but one of them is like baking soda and is clumping. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I think my um, arms. No, I, I think my arms are getting bigger. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, they, they actually look good. They're almost as big as Susan's. Thank you, thank you. And he owns a CrossFit hey. gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's for free, Susan. I, you know, you don't get a lot of. You're kind of the Rodney Dangerfield of the show here. Wow. No love for Souza. Who is Su- me or Souza? Souza. Oh, Dangerfield's amazing. What a great compliment. You mean the whole no respect thing? No respect. No respect. Yeah. He's in, he, <laughs> it's good to see him on the camera today. I, I, I like Souza. But guys, I wanted to touch on something about this COVID Thank thing. You. So, you know, the government, the government's kind of uh, mission accomplished because, like, here in Canada, they're starting to roll back some of the mandates. And now the people are actually fighting for the mandates and they want these things back. I think that's what Kate was saying. You know? Kate was like, no, no just, masks, it, masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's absolutely, it, it's absolutely, it's absolutely banana. So they were going to stop testing in school. Um, but now like the BCTF or the, the teachers federation, they're like, no, 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 we have to test. We need to know. And, you know, they have to put, they're going to be putting all these kids through testing and it's just, oh man, it's, it's absolutely just, I don't even, I can't even put a word into it because it's like. Teachers are the what? worst in the United States, by the way, too. The whole teachers union, these, these teachers who are scared to be around kids, get the fuck out of there. I swear, man, stop buying vaccines, double or triple teachers pay and get the pieces of shit out of there. It's like, I'm done. I'm like, hey, teachers and cops way more, way, 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 way more and return all the vaccines to Pfizer and let's get our money back. Our money. Most people don't wish our money spent on it, though. Hey, well, um, we we pay for it twice in Canada. So crazy town, banana pants, bananas. Um, I I used the word quackadoodle the other day and (laughs) someone was comparing that to like crazy town, banana quackadoodle is just one word. My problem with crazy town, banana pants is that it's four words. And it's too clean. That quackadoodle is <laughs> too clean, too. Okay, you win. Well, thanks for letting me on, guys. And I uh, really appreciate the show. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for the hey, compliments. Okay, listen, to this, listen to this comment before you go. I was saying my arms okay. are getting big. And this guy says, having saying you have big arms at 5'5 five five is like saying you have abs on a skinny dude or tits on a fat <laughs> chick. I mean, I like it. for a put down. It's quite good. It's quite good. It's um, I I'm gonna, Zach, uh, we're just out there to fucking ruin people's days. Yeah. Oh, that's hey, a, bi- a bicep, a bicep, man. You uh, got to do curls to get them. I'm like, look, cur- uh, Kate's arms. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she clearly worked for those arms. Let me see your arms, Kate. Good luck. Wait, get a flex. Yeah, off those here. are nice arms. Yeah, God, you have nice arms. Come on, Kate. Kate. Front double bicep. God. <laughs> <laughs> and you're are you kind of going for a cholo do, like look. the lat flare at the back what's your hair oh, doing it. in the front it's going got this, for a what look? this cholo look like like you're in a gang or something it's like the way it's, it's like just... oh it's, it's a just... mullet well it's just pulled back like that's no, good i i don't know it's like i straightened it and it's just like back so it just kind of hangs out there it's just not tied up 
Well, it's, you're, you're killing it. Good job. It's, th- it's thug life. It's thug life. <laughs> I don't do, I don't do, um, I don't really eat bread. That being said, I had a small piece of bread yesterday that was just smothered in butter. Mm. But it was like a little like piece of like, uh, a friend of mine's uh, wife cooked it. That's good. What kind of bread? Like sourdough or just like normal bread? I don't know. Just like it was, it's like round. It's like this. It's like a flying saucer. And you cut it, and there was just you know how like there's those end pieces that are really small and weird shaped. Mm. So I was like that. Do I have that? I don't have that on this board. I, I had to return my soundboard that says Kate is so hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh heartbroken oh yeah everyone's posting that i still get so many comments of like so fit <laughs> that kate gordon <laughs> wow you do it better than him okay <laughs> yes go on betty white oh, beloved yeah. and trailblazing actress yeah. dies at 99 she was just weeks away from celebrating her 100th birthday on january 17th so uh like there's a bunch of obituaries about her right now that are like a full, like just going through her whole life. But I grabbed a couple of bits and pieces here. So um, I'll talk through her a little bit, but for the first half of her career, eventually honored by Guinness world records as the longest television career by a female entertainer, white was a regular, but not widely noticed presence on a radio and television. There were 50 sitcoms, a 1954 talk show, and even a role in the 1962 film Advise and Consent. She had popped up on game shows occasionally, particularly Password, hosted by her third husband, Ellen Ludden. It was a little out of character, a little unfeminine to be. You shouldn't be funny, White recalled in a 2017 interview, reminiscing about her early days in Hollywood, noting that women at the time were expected to simply come in and be pretty. White counted, no, it's so much more fun to get that laugh. Uh, At the urging of MTM casting director Ethel Winnett, Winnett, White was cast as Sue Ann Nivens, the happy homemaker, sweetness and light while doing her cooking show, but a man-hungry harridan off camera. Originally meant to be a one-off, Nivens was having an affair with the husband of another character. By the time the episode ended, the chemistry was so strong that White became a regular. She won two Emmys for the role. White loved working with the cast, but observed that the magic of the show was writing. It was a magnificent combination. White hit pay dirt again a decade later when she was cast as Rose on The Golden Girls, the 1985 Uh. to 1992 show about four senior women sharing a Miami house. The script was dynamite, White recalled. She was originally slotted for the role Blanche, the levicious, oh God, I can't even say that word, lascivious widow played by Rue Mc. Clanahan, but director Jay Sandrick, who'd worked with White on MTM, didn't want to repeat herself and suggested Rose. The cast hit it off beautifully, White recalled. It's like four points on a compass, she recalled. That's why we fit together so well. The show wow. won a slew wow. of Emmys over its seven season run. Wait, so she was originally cast to be the slutty chick and then she ended up being the airhead. Right? Is yeah. That, do you remember that show, Sousa? No. Mm-hmm. Shit. I'm the oh, only one who remembers that. I don't remember the characters, but... um. Oh, that's crazy. It's such a different character. Hey, can I share this really yeah, quick? Just, be- uh, but before you go on, I want to, sh- I want to see if I can share this, what it does mm. to Susan's screen. No, and I'm, I'm finished. Go, you, you share away. Oh, oh, and this is what she, oh, here we go. Oh, damn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is what she used to look like. <laughs> I don't know what her finger is doing there. Her, her middle finger looks like it's broken, but anyway, her, um, she, she, she doesn't look, um, 
She doesn't look. Uh, she has the same same hairstyle. I yeah. didn't recognize her right there. What year is that? Uh, that's a good question. Black, something black and white. Let's see. Do you know her? Being an Aussie, do you know her? Do you know of her? Do you know? I know of her, but I know of her for her like more recent little like kind of random roles in films or in ads where she's been like the funny old lady and has is always like that. She's just like the token grandma that's hilarious and outrageous at the same time. Like, you know, she's been on like SNL and a few random shows or like I'm trying to think of what movies she's been in more recently. Um, but I feel like the back end of her career, like she lit up again, right? Like she's like everybody's favorite old lady. Yeah, she kept reinventing herself. This is the only shot I could find of her boobs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, I think I think that's originally a black and white photo that like they colored in. You know what I mean? Doesn't look like one of those. The color, yeah, it does. Yeah. It looks like it. Yeah. And those oh, boobs so she are was real. In the they proposal. Didn't... I remember seeing her in that. They didn't do fake boobs back then. No, they didn't. Oh, let me find an art. Let's type in this just for shits and giggles. Betty White vaccine. I think the vaccine. Oh, out. boy. Here we go. Even <laughs> oh her. Can't ah, even. Betty White got the booster three days before she died. I don't know. No, hold on. Hold a second. Oh, her last tweet was, I can't believe I'm turning 100. Ouch. That didn't age well. Um oh. <laughs> Too soon, too soon. Three days before death, Betty White said, eat healthy and get all your vaccines. I just got boosted today. Uh, rumors and misinformation surrounding COVID-19 pandemic can help. Oh, okay, is it true? Claim, rate. Oh, false. It's false. It's false. According to, according to. Uh, Pfizer.com. No, I'm just kidding. No, Snopes. Snopes. I know someone's going to write in the comments now, Snopes is owned by Facebook or something good like that. Let's see. <laughs> all right so i mean it's as ridiculous to to, to think it matters whether she died from the vaccine or not is to th- is to think that covid killed someone who's 87 years old in a nursing home the average oh here's to go back to what josh says so when i find out that 40 percent of the deaths in um in nursing homes or 40 percent of the covid deaths are people in nursing homes i immediately type in what's the average age of someone in a nursing home and then i ask also type in what's the life expectancy of someone in a nursing home it's like 13.4 13.7 months when the when the uh when the average age of a covid death is higher than the average age of the person who dies in the country it, it, it it's a wash that's australia average age of covid death is 86 average yeah. age of death in general is 82 how stupid do people have to be i don't have the updated data on that but that is like fucking come on uh oh all right um shall we sorry betty white it was fun you were good i hope like there's really a heaven or something cool for you to do now <laughs> Miller, what's up? Hey, what's up, Seven? Hey, how are you? My wife hates I'm you good. already. Uh, yeah, I know. That's all. Uh, so you guys are talking about the vaccine just now. And you always talk about uh, added sugars and refined carbohydrates. Yes. Uh, I do, sir. Did you not? 
Tell him, Susa. Tell him. Yeah, this is all sorts of jacked. I can't hear anything you're saying, brother. Oh, sorry. You got my name right, though. Seven. <laughs> there it is. Oh, even better. There it is. Okay. Right. What about added sugar and refined carbohydrates? I, I've set the phone down, so you could probably get away with saying something that pisses me off for like three seconds before I hang up. Um, so I do therapy with kids and like day treatment program. Um, we had this kid come in, he's like 12 years old. He comes in for school. He's wearing two masks. All right. So he's double masked and vaccinated and all that good stuff. And we go through like a day in family and ask them what they had for dinner. Now the kid's like 12 years old and he's like 275 pounds. I shit you not. <laughs> uh, that's not funny. Sevon. Yes, it is. Okay, right. go on. It's it's hilarious. He makes a cho- he makes a conscious choice for it. So does his mom. Okay, but so I asked the kid, okay, what's what's the two masks going to do for you? Like, what's going on? Oh, you like, actually well, ask him that? Yo, I asked him all the hard questions. I don't back off. So I asked him what it's going what they're going to do. If it's going to help keep him not sick, and I said, okay, well, like, what did you have for dinner last night? And he said, well, I had uh, I had a couple chicken sandwiches from Dollar General. Um, and I said, so the two masks would keep you safe, but like, do you think that like eating chicken sandwiches from like a dollar store will also help keep you safe? How tall is he? Uh, probably like five or four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's not a good look. But, however, like, when we reached out to the family, to the, to the mom, had no idea that, like, no education whatsoever about, like, diet or food or how it's affecting, like, his mental status or anything. Like, the, the education for parents just isn't out there. Oh, I don't know if that uh, bullying's too strong, uh, Josh. No, no, no. That's bullying's too, way too strong. Bullying's way too strong. Were you bullying him? I guess only you would know. Were you bullying him? No, no, no. So noisy. Hey, what do you I'm mean, bullying? noisy, domineering, tending to drown, drowbeat others? Were you? Were you? Uh, yeah. Were you doing that? Dra- oh, browbeat. Sorry, dyslexic. Noisily domineering, tending to browbeat others. Were you doing any of that to him? No, no, I was just uh, naturally curious as a mental health professional and why somebody that's 12 years old and almost 300 pounds thought it would be a good idea to wear two masks but not eat healthy. Yeah. Well, when you're 12, you don't know what the fuck is going on. Well, he did know the difference between the apple and the graham cracker that was sitting in front of him for breakfast. So that, like, there's a storyline to the whole thing. There's a background of it. Yeah, but I just thought it was a good add-in and a good story to add because, like, that like his his family had no idea that like his food choices affected mental health or like depression or anything like that. And it's just it's mind blowing to me as somebody that participates in like a healthy, clean diet, like having an L one, uh, being like involved in a fitness community. Like, it's, it's not out there. Like, they're not making they're not making choices that would just like. Oh, this might sustain my life, or this might end it. I, 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 I want to sh- show you something really quick. Um, 
I typed in 275 pounds and, uh, and, and 12 years old or, or however old you said, you said, and this is one of the things that yeah. came up. This is a ride in an amusement park. And it's saying that you have to be at least 48 inches tall, at least eight, eight years old, and you can't weigh more than 275 pounds. It's for a bumper boat ride. I'm like, like, yeah. did they even have, did they even have weight limits like that when I was a kid? Like you really have to say that. It's for kids. Yeah, it's nuts. The baseline is all screwed up. Hey, is like, that a what, rarity? What had to ha happen, right? What? Like, how did they figure that out? <laughs> right. They had to right. figure that out somehow that there's a weight limit. So you know something happened. Hey, what do you think happens next? What happens when a real pandemic comes that really just starts crushing people? Done. We're screwed. We're screwed. <laughs> We're absolutely survival, survival. Hey, that must be what Wally world's all about. I always wondered about that movie, why they abandon earth and why in the, in those spaceships around earth, they think earth is inhospitable, but it's not. It's fucking crazy. Hey, it is going back to what Josh was saying originally, Josh, um, when you, when you, when you, there's this huge push to find a cure for cancer. Trillions of dollars have been sp spent over, you know, over this this time. The, do you see the presupposition there that it can be cured? The thing is, is it's not about adding something to our life. It's about taking something out. The whole way we word things is confusing everyone. There is no cure. There's there is no cure for dying. The cause is being born. I, It's so simple to see. It's so right in front of your eyes. You, they're looking for a cure while you're you're drinking Coke while while waiting in the in the in the in the in the lobby of the of the uh, of the hospital waiting for them to help you with your cure for cancer. It's just nuts. Okay, can I hang up on you? It's Mars Logan. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I love how people just hang out on the phone too. Like that is the act to oh, where's Will? Will, what's up? Hi, Mars. Will, can you come in and do? You talking to me or Will? Will, but I had a surprise for you, and I just need Will to see if, if I just want to see if it's ready yet. Oh, hold on here. I got a friend that wants to talk to you. Great. What's her name? Uh, you might know him. Hold on. Are you Biden? down in the bathroom? Is it Joe Biden? No, he can't talk. Hold on. All right, phone for you. Friend. Hey, come on. How you doing? Good. Friend of Mars is a friend of mine. No, this is Sean Woodland. I'm a friend of yours. Ah, oh, Sean. Dude. Hey, oh, my God, dude. What are you, that I was in Iowa. That's where I go for uh, Christmas vacation. I can't believe you're fucking on this show. This is crazy. I remember when you came on the CrossFit podcast, we had a blast together. This is yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd trade time doing a heartbeat. <laughs> i tell you what, man. Hey, I want to tell you something. We're, we're covering Wadapalooza um, from the 13th to the 16th. And um, right now, uh, uh, I know Brian Friend is working for Wadapalooza, but he's going to try to do as much help as he can on the show. And so is John Young, and so is Hobart. But I would, what I would really like this is to get a professional, not just these dipshits that I'm rolling with this ragtag Instagram crew. Maybe <laughs> if if you are, are you going to be commentating for Wadapalooza? Do you think you can come over to my little podcast and help out? Well, 
<laughs> if you said something funny, I missed it. I said I only know one professional. That's Tommy Marquez. That is true. That is true. And, and you should stay close to Tommy. The two of you are absolutely killing it. I, I, by the way, I really appreciated. Tell Tommy I really appreciated the work he helped us with at the Dubai CrossFit Championships. That was awesome for him to uh, to uh, help us out there on the ground. Um, but just so you know, the Liver King and uh, Ancestral Supplements, the only supplement that I take is helping us um, with some of the cost of covering Wadapalooza. And I could probably introduce you to him and you could touch his abs if you uh, were to come on and help with the show. Well, I, I, I have a question for What a fuck. You fuck this bit up, Mars. <laughs> fuck this whole bit up with your fucking connection. You eat a dick. Okay, Kate, where were we with the news? Uh, I'm sorry. What's that <laughs> God, that could have been are so good. Are we still being sponsored by Barbell Job? Yeah, we are. Yes. They are awesome. Andre. Um, man, Mars, you're so good. I'm sorry I had to lose my temper on you. That would have been... Oh, man. Hey, that dude brings out the best. That dude brings out the best in me. Yeah, you get fired up. You get real excited when he calls. Yeah, he. I like that energy he brings. Yeah, it's like watching my girlfriend work out. Is this out. Maz, just, Maz, Maz Media, Maz? No, it's just this dude who calls in, and whenever he calls, like he, he are this you guys hearing fucking, that beeping? I think my apartment complex may be on fire. There's a bunch of fire alarms going off. So hold on, I'm gonna mute that. you and see if. Yeah, I can hear that. Sounds like yeah. an emergency. <laughs> it's him. I muted his ass. So this guy Mars originally started calling in, and he would like set up like softball tosses for me to plug barbelljobs.com and I would miss them. Like, he'd be like, dude, what should I do? I don't have a job. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. And like, and he's like, you dipshit, you know, I'm giving you a fucking alley for barbell. And then now I'm starting to figure him out. And when he calls, like, it's just, and I just love, I just, he's just, he's exploring people. He's, <laughs> he's doing Sean Woodland. I just, I can't even believe it. It's like, we're turning into a real, I swear, I swear this is like uh someone said, uh, this show is like, uh, um, uh, uh, Joe Rogan fucked Howard Stern and they had a baby and, and this is the show I'm starting to feel it <laughs> I'm starting to feel it it's so weird I mean, you're getting enough downloads now that you kind of are I just gotta just keep where are exposed. we at with downloads we, 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 had, we, had a, we had a lull in the last two days our seven day downloads were like 306,000 but you can't always be in the, in the 322 range and I'm so excited this Wadapalooza thing's going to be great. Okay, go, let's go on. So let's is that, on. when you look at the downloads, is that for everything or is that just for iTunes? That's just iTunes. That's just, uh, YouTube is not nearly as successful. YouTube's good though. It's good. But um, but I started seeing, to give you an, ex a, to make it relative, like a good week for when I did it with Josh and Matt, Um, a good week would, I think our biggest week ever was 66,000. And are we average probably more like twenty five to forty five thousand a week? But we didn't do as many, nearly as many podcasts as I do. At, at most, we did one a week. At most, but still, this is pretty crazy. And that podcast was like way up, would cl would climb the rankings. The one I did with Matt and Josh. So this one, when when I type in the Sevon podcast rankings, it's pretty cool. We're in the top one hundred and a bunch of shit. So keep going. Okay, but it doesn't. It's they don't pay us. They don't pay us. By the way, that means that means shit. That's like that's like it's it's like having a it's like having a no going one, back to yeah. the tenants. 
that 10 inch penis thing. It's like having a 10 inch penis, but being in a, a men's penal colony. It's like, like, what's the point? What's the use? I so think like, podcast is kind of still in its like early adopters phase. Like, I don't think people, I feel like the people that I talk to and hang out with talk about podcasts a lot, but I think it's, um, it's still kind of like growing. It, it hasn't really been realized as a, as a, I don't know, a category or as a place for opportunity. Well, good. I hope, I hope we're doing something. I, I hope we're pushing the limits of it. What we're going to do at Wadapalooza is going to blow fucking people away. I don't think anyone's ever seen anything like this. I don't think there's ever been a, a live event like this. I've never heard of one. What we're going to do there. Ba- so you're just going to like live commentate the whole thing? Yeah. So I'll show you kind of what it's going to look like here real quick. Uh, Wada. Oh, so Wada- so, like, Cause I was like, what am I going to do? When you asked me to come on, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with like, what? Like, I was like, what? I, I've, I've never been, I can't be there. Like I'll show you. But I'll fuck, show you. I can like talk shit. Yeah, yeah. So will you bring you up the Waterpalooza? Will you bring up the um just uh, the Waterpalooza homepage and share the screen, Souza? Yeah. So imagine it's going to be like this. People will Waterpalooza is going to stream the event. They're going to have their stream. We're going to steal their stream and we're going to put it on our with their blessing. And we're going to put it on our thing. And so nice. the three commentators will be on the side and it'll be let's say me, John Young and James Hobart and Brian Friend when he can, right? And Souza and this guy Will will be in the background. So everyone will be watching it here. Oh my God. Oh my God. Look at this. Look at that. Okay. Like we do with Dubai, but this one's going to be better. Oh, so it's going to look like this. Yes. But we're going to have people on the ground there with iPhones showing amer- camera angles that no one else can see. So you'll see the behind the scenes. You'll see Noah Olson changing his shorts. You'll see oh, da- Danielle Brandon shit. fucking getting into a fucking slap fight with like, you know, one of the, oh, with Haley Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Like just saying, yeah. You'll be all, and we'll have all these camera angles. Like we'll have like four, five, ten, twenty people there with iPhones giving us footage and streaming us in. And we'll be getting it's basically the behind the scenes, but in real time. Yeah. And so, so you don't have to be on the what whole time. What other girls have we, you got doing commentating with me? No, no girls. You're you're just the token girl. You're the token black girl. But just me? you don't even you don't even you don't even have to commentate. I was just thinking like like Jason Klepa said the he'd come on for half girl. an hour. I'm just hoping that like at some point I can send you a link and you'll come in and just hang out with us for 30 minutes. You don't even have to stay long. Even if you just came in for 30 minutes over the four days total, I could be like, look, I had Kate Gordon. Look, I had Dave Castro. Look, I had Jason. Kuba. It's just to just like, I just want to show the like, look at me, <laughs> motherfucker. I got everyone. Oh shit. Here we go. You do. You kind of, you already do. But yeah, strike, no, I'm down there. That'll be fun. Strike two. Strike Please. motherfucking two. Go. Are you going to make Sean cry this time? <laughs> is that what, I'm sorry. Is that what I happened? Just got, I, thought, I just got him calm down. I just got him calm down. Do you want to talk to him? I thought, I, we're in a secure location. There's there's a secure connection. And, you know, he's ready to use his golden <laughs> voice again if, if you're willing to accept uh, warts and all. Okay, but I I apologize because I I didn't realize that was him crying. I thought that he had we had a bad phone connection. I'm so sorry. I feel like shit. Okay. All let's, right. Let's well, he, he has a question for the Liver King. I, I, I'll put him on. Okay. I have a question for Sean also. Hey, Savannah, I changed locations. Uh, is this uh, is this, this going to be okay, or you're going to use your uh, mad voice at me again? I'm sorry. I I, I didn't know. I, sorry, you're a professional. I know that you would never do anything to fuck the show up on purpose, and and I apologize. I should. I, 
I'm just a perfectionist. I'm a kind of a crybaby. Sorry. Go on, Sean. How are you today, buddy? How's hey, it? I'm, 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 I'm pretty good. I really can't complain. Uh, uh, you know, my ball dropped when I was 12, and since then, uh, it's been blocked by women, and that's just really been my curse, my cross to bear. Yes, I understand. Um, who do you have more fun working with of, of all the other commentators? Bill Grundler, Chase Ingram, Tommy Marquez. Who, who's your uh, who's your go to? Oh, uh, the uh, Robecaster Pro is my favorite. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you know, you know, I bought two of them. One of them broke, brand new, broke, never worked. I sent it back three weeks ago, and they haven't responded to me. That's no joke. I yeah, I have that too, but I think uh, I've been told it's because I yell at it too much. I just, I, I, it's really just how I talk. Um, do you think that, uh, where are you working now? Are you working full time for uh, Charlie Doobie or do you work for CrossFit? What do you, what, what, how do you get your paychecks? Oh, I've been uh, working at the Pilot Oil gas station over here in Iowa. Uh, it's been pretty good. Like most people uh, in the CrossFit ecosystem, they have to have two jobs. I, I fully understand. You're a commentator by day and pumping gas by night. I, I fully get it. <laughs> oh, hold on. I, I, I'm actually at work right now. One second. Okay. Pump number 12. Pump number 12. Go ahead. Uh, all right. I'm back. But uh, so I had a question for the pancreas gang. Can you uh, forward something to it for me? The, the witch gang? Uh, the, the, the kidney king. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. My friend, the liver king. Yes, please. The, or, oh, yeah, or some people yeah. call him the gall. Yeah, it was one of those fucking Pokemon. Anyway, so, uh, I, uh, so I, I was curious. I have a friend. Uh, I, I won't say his name. It's, uh, Colin Warren. Anyways, uh, uh, he wants to enlarge in certain organs. Uh, I was curious, uh, if there was anything to assist him in that area. Um, I will, I think, have the liver king on the podcast and I will ask him what is the well, maybe, maybe Kate would know. Would Kate know uh, what, what, what supplement to take to uh, enlarge a certain organ? He's talking about the cock, Kate. Creatine. Jesus. Oh, I, I heard from a certain Canadian that doesn't work, so I'm steer clear of that one. Uh, but, uh, I am curious, uh, uh, I, I, I've sent you my resume four times on barbelljobs.com. Let me, let me double check this. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www. I'm, I'm typing it in as we speak. W dot B A R B. Wait, Sean. L J O B. Sean. S. Sean, th there's someone who doesn't John, believe like this John is real. Or a period, or and then and then a com, a C O M. Sean, uh, what is happening? What, what is happening, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Woodland? Can I just get in one last uh, comment Jesus. here before I hang up on you? Um, someone thinks that this isn't you. Could, is there anything you could do to prove this is you? Kate's over it. <laughs> Hear that? No. What was that? That was my 12-inch cock hitting the blood. That's yeah. definitely <laughs> Sean Woodland. Thanks, Sean, for calling in. I'll see you next week, Mike. Well, that is definitely Sean Woodland with the 12-inch cock. Well, that was chaotic. <sighs> All right. Okay. From Mr. Showbot, machete-wielding teenagers chase staff after a Wi-Fi password has changed. So... <laughs> Someone posted a video of this happening, which is where this has come from. A couple of teenagers in Indonesia have been arrested after allegedly chasing people who worked at a mosque in East Medan while carrying at least one weapon resembling a machete. 
some Instagram user uploaded a video. So this Instagram user's posts alleged that two of the young men seen in the video were upset when the mosque's Wi-Fi password was changed. And in the video, the two individuals can be seen walking down a hallway inside the mosque. And at least one of them is seen holding a weapon that looks a whole lot like a machete. The whole world is going fucking insane. Are you yeah, saying mosque? Are you saying mosque? Mosque. Mosque. But, mosque. Like a place yes. where like like where like Islam, like that shit. Just a quick word from our spot. I thought that was Sean Woodland again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why is it always machetes with the mosques? What is going on? I don't here? know. Maybe machetes are easiest to get get your hands on. What country is yeah, that? Yeah, look, you can see him, right? What country Indonesia. is that? Oh, they might. They probably don't have guns. Oh, well, of course it's a mosque there too. I think that that country. What is Indonesia? Is Muslim, right? Indonesia is Muslim. In um, oh, I actually um, don't know exactly. Like predominantly. And oh, I think it is. I think uh, Indonesia Muslim. This words to say in the English language Muslim. Uh, Indonesia is the most populous Muslim majority country with approximately 231 million adherents. In terms of denomination, the overwhelming majority, 99%, are Sunni Muslim, while 1% are Shia Muslim. Is that is that like it's 99% men and 1% Shia woman? She? I don't know what the hell. What, but but anyway, yeah, they're Muslim. No, I don't know. <laughs> wow, there's some crazy articles about Indonesia. Wow, they got a refugee issue. Holy shit. Maybe we should do some stories on that next week. My mm. God. Man, can you imagine if you had to wear something like a sheet all the time covering yourself? I guess you get used to it. Yeah, it's pretty fucking you, hot there as well. I guess you get used to being locked in your house 18 hours a day. <laughs> Australia. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. Okay. Next. Wait, article. wait, wait. What's uh, this? Breaking another news. One. Hold on. I, Actually, wa- I want to see Brian Friend and John Young box. <laughs> wow. Okay. We can arrange that. I'm going to start promoting that. <laughs> Paralyzed Man 62 is the first person to tweet a message using his mind thanks to a tiny brain implant. So there's a paralyzed man in Australia who has become the first person to tweet a message via direct thought thanks to a tiny brain implant the size of a paperclip. Philip O'Keefe, who's 62, suffers from amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, which has left him unable to move his upper limbs. And he tweeted, no need for keystrokes or voices. I created this tweet just by thinking it. Hashtag hello world BCI. He was diagnosed with ALS, a form of motor neuron disease, in 2015 and successfully turned his direct thought to text using the Stentrode Brain Computer Interface, BCI, on December 23rd. The interface, created by California-based Synchron, a neurovascular bioelectronics medicine company, allows patients to carry out tasks on on a computer just by using their mind. Mr. O'Keefe said, when I first heard about this technology, I knew how much independence it could give back to me. The system is astonishing. It's like learning to ride a bike. It takes practice, but once you're rolling, it becomes natural. Now oh, I really? think about where on the computer I want to click and I can email, 
bank, shop, and now message the world via Twitter. He received oh. the brain-computer interface in April 2020 following progressive paralysis caused by ALS, which left him unable to engage in work-related or other independent activities. So he just, yeah, fucking thinks. Wait, there was a sentence in there that you said that kind of alluded to how it uh, how it works. I was thinking this thing just read shit off his fucking brain and, and put on the computer, but you said something. There was a sentence in there that made it seem it like It seems somehow- like he can direct stuff. We're like direct actions. So I think in, even in the video, like the captions, there's part of his brain that can direct actions on the computer. So it's like he says uh, – I just think about where on the computer I want to click. Yes, that. So it's, so it's not like, like he's thinking the motor pattern of the right. computer rather than control his hands to control the computer. So like when I'm sitting here doing this podcast with you, if I was hooked up to that thing and I an- accidentally had an immoral thought about you, Kate, it wouldn't just like get written out on the screen. It's not like reading my brain. No. It's Got deliberate. It. It's intentional. I, I have so to, actually to actually be like – I have to actually be like H – so think H I hi yes 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 at least okay. version one you do okay I feel better about that I feel so much that's not as advanced as I thought okay I was like, <laughs> like is, he, just yes, is he just is he just like <laughs> yeah that could get crazy oh my goodness that's what I mean that's what I mean you that's why that that's you're never do you guys know how thoughts work you you don't the illusion is that you are creating those thoughts. You don't – when a radio plays, you don't walk over to the radio and it's an, it's a, the Philharmonic playing and you're like, oh, my God, there's a little Philharmonic in here. And you open up the box and there's like a full orchestra and there are little tiny people playing instruments. You know that, right? What? They're not in there? No. And, and and you have to you're you're better off if you want to try to understand how you operate. Think of yourself as a fucking radio antenna, and you have thoughts that come into your brain, and you're responsible for them. You do not have to act on them. I was talking to this guy about what free will is the other day. So many people think they have free will. It's fucking amazing. And then you give them the test on how to experience their true free will, and no one wants to do the test. No one wants to do the test. What is the test you say, Sevon? Well, the <laughs> test is to lay perfectly still and don't react to anything. And then the person scratches their head. You're like, what are you doing? You just scratch your head. You're like, well, I had an itch. Well, you just fucking reacted to something, motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. You don't have free will. How long can you do that for? Before your shit wanders off and you're fucking scratching your nuts. Here you go. Okay. That's a cool article. That's a cool article. I wonder how, crazy, uh, right? like, I wonder yeah, how many I, people would get to a point where they just want to do that regardless of like their physical state, you know? So like, he's obviously using it to overcome a loss of capacity. Whereas I wonder if people will get to a point where they're like, you know what? I just, I just want to be able to fucking sit here and think what I want to do. If people will oh. actually just get that implant for, for the sake of it, you know, would you? No. You could but, run but, this podcast but, but, without but, having to like use your hands on the keyboard. No, but I really like where you took it. It scares, scares the shit out of me. It's like it's it's metaverse shit, right? I wonder if that's like kind of the stairs analogy. Where it's like, hey, people that move into a single story house, they lose capacity. I wonder if we start oh. bringing in these additional things that allow us to almost like do more by doing less, and suddenly we lose capacity in things. Like, I wonder if you'd you lose the ability to use parts of your brain or like use parts of your hands or whatever it is. 
Or, how, I mean, it, it's a tool. So I feel like you could either expand it or you could use it just depending on how you use the tool. Hmm. Right? Just like money. Some people get money. They could grow more yeah. money. They understand how to do it. Or some people deplete it. They abuse it and then runs them into the ground. So it's just a matter of the person handling it, the operator. I suspect every tool we've ever created. It, I better think this out a little better. <laughs> I, I just believe that all of those things, emails, telephones, all of that stuff has, has affected our capacity to do what we could already do all along. And the only reason why we create those things is because those capabilities are already inside of us. I don't think like, like speaking to someone thousands of miles away is like something we just came up with with the phone. I think it's like, it's a, it's a, it's, it's an ability that, yeah, yeah. We're like, we're not creating anything. We're mirroring things. We're recreating things. Everything here is just plagiarism. And so when you start relying on the phone, you lose, you start relying on the internet, you lose. There's always a price to pay for it, for your own capacity to participate with your own God-given gifts that vanishes. Seven, where's the sweet uh, bands? I, 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 there's somewhere. I never lose anything, but, but I am cold and I wish I had my Victos bands. I wish I had them. I wish Victos would sponsor me. What do you think about that? Uh, is that too far out there for you, Kate? You're a girl. All girls Shoes? believe in like telepathy and 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 like reading people's minds and like you're thinking about Greg and then he calls and you're like, of course, like, and you have dreams. Don't you have dreams and no, they're like I'm real? Not. Like, no, no. I'm a little too cynical for it. I think I'm a little too practical. Oh. Okay, all right. I'm more curious about the information coming into the brain. Like if you could access stuff, like if you could just pull up Google and think about it or download information. Like if I could take all those Audible books, sort through them and then download them. So I wake up in the morning and I have the information already inside of me. That's something that I'm mostly curious. Oh, like a few minutes before you lay down with Grace, you read a book on how not to premature ejaculate and bam, it's in there. So you just like (laughs) hit a button and it just downloads the, got it. Yeah. Just download that. It just download that. Is Kate's Greg Greg Glassman? No, Kate's Greg is not Greg Glassman. Well, I mean, he's one of my Gregs. He's, he's yeah. my old boss, I guess. Yeah. No, my Greg is my partner. Different Greg. How do you not know who Greg is? Okay. Go back and look at wait, how's your podcast? She has a podcast with Greg. How do you not know who Greg is? My podcast Greg's- was top one hundred in Australia. Nice. What's the name of your podcast yeah, again? Somehow. Whispered. I don't want anyone to hear. Gone what is it? Trademark. Hashtag trademark. Gone. So. Gone Rogue Snacks. Gone Rogue. Just Gone Rogue Podcast. No, I'm typing in Kate Gordon. Hey, there's a Gone Rogue Snacks. They should sponsor your podcast. They should. Rogue Rogue Fitness Equipment should sponsor Gone Rogue. Except that we don't really talk about CrossFit that much. We just kind of talk about sex a lot. Um, so you, you had one on October 21st, then you waited a whole month and had one on November 21st. Then you waited only, um, about two weeks and you had one on December 3rd. Then you only waited five days and you had one on December 9th. Then you, no, sorry, December 8th. And then eight more days and threesomes. Holy shit. I might listen to that one. Connoisseur myself. Um, yeah. So and I then was doing it like randomly each week and then i just dropped off you were doing and that random was when I was threesomes to you, i was like fuck i'm on savan's podcast more than i'm doing my own damn podcast and was like i just i'm just gonna do it every week wednesday at five 
But hey, now you- I think I have a lot of people in the U.S. listening to it, and for you guys, it's like midnight for you. So. Are you going live? Of America. That's what I was going to ask too. Yeah, I've been doing that. So I'm committed to a time. What, if when I don't, is the time? It's like, it's too easy to be like, fuck, I need to work. Mm-hmm. Susa, let's uh, steal wait, her live, live at five pod- on Wednesday. Live at five on Wednesday. You guys Susa, would have to do it at midnight. I don't give a fuck. Let's steal her stream. <laughs> and then and then and then talk shit like then like, mute them and just drop bomb like and what? like commentate like the water yes, palooza yes 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 <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my god you would love it you would love fucking i should uh i should just get you on my podcast wednesdays live at five but you should definitely keep leveraging the (laughs) people from this podcast and do your podcast more and more so that way when i finally throw a temper tantrum and kick you off um (laughs) you'll have already take you can take a big chunk of the followers with you i got (laughs) seven are fighting that yeah well i think i'm gonna start like gone rogue news but it'll just be better news than this Yes. <laughs> so easy. Oh my God. So easy. For <laughs> starters, don't ever have Hobart on. Don't ever have Hobart, Hobart on. I would actually, that might hurt my feelings if you take it. It'll Hobart. be Brian. Brian will be doing the news. <laughs> the hell? And then I'll like message you, Savannah, and be like, hey, Savannah, do you want to do the news this week? <laughs> um,. <laughs> So live at five on what days? I want to know when your next one is. Seriously, so you're it's on Wednesdays. Recently- I'm thinking of changing the time just so that people that are overseas can listen to it. But yeah, it's Wednesdays Ooh. live at five Australian Eastern Standard Time. Oh my god, Austra- five p.m. Australian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Holy shit, dude! That's what I mean. We can do just anything we want. Like we don't have to stay to any platform. What are you guys doing today? Oh, we're going to fucking just troll fucking Kate's podcast live. <laughs> troll Kate. It's okay. I like it. I love it. Fucking, you know oh what? Oh, my goodness. You just make me grow, right? Yeah. Yeah. You just make me grow. Might as well Plus, give it back to like- you. <laughs> Gone rogue bot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Like I mystery science. From Hobart. What happened to Hobart? He's in here? Like science mystery theater. Yes. I was going to go to our next article. Oh, okay, good. I have to pee. Read slowly. And I peed once before the show, and I think this is my second um, or third pee. Yeah, you're, you're about every 47 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. 47. I do love the premise of, like, watching a show and commentating on it. So, like, do you, did you guys ever have that show Gogglebox? Gogglebox? Did you no. have that in the U.S.? Uh-uh. Yeah, so it was a show that was I think they came from it came from the UK. So it was basically a show, it was a reality TV show where these families or these couples or housemates would be sitting in like their TV room, living room, lounge, whatever, watching a show on TV and they would be commentating on it and laughing and like having these reactions and responses to the show and the show was literally that. You're watching someone watch a TV what? show and just like yeah. observing the things they say, the stories that come out, the fucking funny shit that happens just while you're watching people in their living room. And it was such a like weird voyeuristic show that was so intriguing to people. And I think it's the same thing for like commentating a sports show or commentating like 
So uh, Greg, my partner, Greg, and I listen to podcasts and I'm like, fucking, I want to literally have a podcast version of my own podcast where we're just listening to another podcast and fucking commentating on it. I think it's so interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's there's a whole show on that. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're doing for at Wadapalooza. On, on, I'm just drinking my, I, go ahead. Sorry. No, do you use creamer? Creamer is such a weird. Creamer is super American. Like we don't have creamer in Australia. You just use milk. I use I use heavy cream for no, my first I cup of coffee. No, I literally never seen creamer in Australia. We have heavy cream. Sorry. Well, I use heavy cream. It's basically I use heavy cream, and then and then only for my first cup, and every cup after that, I just drink black because I'm trying to drink it slow. But like right now, I have two cups of fucking coffee for the show. <laughs> I drank a pint of water before we sat down and I have two cups of coffee. That's, like, that's why we got you every 47 minutes. You got you over there, double fisting coffees and, and I'm drinking water. out of both of them. And yeah. Oh, oh well, see that. Let me see that bottle again. Kate, is that plastic or glass? Uh, it's actually plastic because it's soda stream. So you can't use glass because it carbonates the water and it'll make the glass explode. So I'm, I'm using plastic, but it's like a BPA free thing, which like, I think I know is bullshit, but yeah, so that's my soda yeah. stream bottle. I want to do sparkling water, and I can't find a way to do it without plastic. Yeah, so like one way is if you have a soda stream, you make it in the plastic, and then you transfer it to a glass bottle. Um, but it's just a step that I tend to skip, which is yeah. annoying. It it frustrates me a lot to get away from plastic. But um, how is that? How is that? Is, is, is that pretty? Is that, really how's the carbonation in that? Well, actually, in terms of like desensitizing yourself, you become so desensitized to like average carbonation, moderate carbonation that you'd get in like Perrier or like fucking whatever fancy water that you buy at the grocery store at a restaurant because you can carbonate this so much more. You can make it like super bubbly. Um, and uh, so like yeah, so like you go throat? and have normal water and it's like normal sparkling water. Well, I mean, you kind of get used to it. It's just like, yeah, it's aggressive. It's like fireworks going down your throat. Yeah, like um, fireworks. But uh, it's like it's kind of good, you know, like bubbly or the better. Uh, so then it makes normal fizzy, like sparkling water, kind of like not flat, but just not bubbly. Yeah, Adam, you you're meant to replace them pretty regularly. Like I replace mine every year, maybe. You, the only thing that gets dirty is like the lid. But I'm not putting anything else but water in there. All right. Oh wait, who said Jesus? Jesus. Jesus. Ultra okay. That's nice. All right. Finnish man blows up his Tesla to protest $22,600 repair cost. A Finnish Tesla owner named Tuomas Katainen recently received a quote on having the battery in his 2013 Tesla Model S vehicle replaced. He was shocked by the bill of $22,600, perhaps not knowing Tesla's notorious reputation for massive repair costs. Katainen discussed his experience with the car, stating, well, when I bought that Tesla, the first 1,500Ks, which is 932 miles, were nice. Then error codes hit. Katainen brought his car to a mechanic who told him that the only way to fix the vehicle was to replace the entire battery pack for around 20,000 euros or $22,600. Katainen decided that this wasn't worth it, especially when considering that the base price for a new 2013 Tesla Model S starts at about $57,400, later increasing to $59,500 when the car was first launched. 
I feel like that's a little bit extreme, you know, like being like, oh, well, I had to pay 22,000. So fuck it. Like if it's only 57, like you got to have a lot of money to be like, okay with this. A used model usually goes for about 30K or more. So how long does Kitainen it went and picked his car up? How long does the battery normally last? Yes, question. Oh, fuck knows. Okay, I'll look it up. You'd think you keep longer reading. than that in a Tesla. Okay, yeah. How long? Go ahead. I guess it's a Go. Tesla battery. It's different, right? Like, so Katina went and picked up his car from the mechanic, simply stating that he was going to explode the whole car away. Katina donated the vehicle to Pommy Hyatkat. I don't know how to pronounce that. I apologize. A group of explosion experts on YouTube that regularly blows up various items. The YouTubers strapped 66 pounds of dynamite to the Tesla Model S parked in an old quarry in Jala, Finland. Yala? A crash test dummy wearing a helmet, a thick winter jacket, and a picture of Tesla CEO Elon Musk was dropped in via helicopter and placed in the driver's seat. Katainen then triggered the explosion from inside a nearby bunker and watched as the Tesla exploded into a ball of flames. I mean, it's one uh, way to uh, deal with your fucking broken car. They can last up to 20 years. So this dude's pissed because his lasted eight years. I, 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 I kind of get it. I think it's a marketing Pissed enough scheme. to make it fucking... Yeah, right. It seems it seemed like a little little bit planned. What do you mean yeah. for Yeah, who? attention that, is Travis Buckus. For, for Tesla? Tesla? Yeah. I don't think that's good. I don't think that's good media for Tesla. No such thing as bad media. Okay. No, no. no. Tesla, I mean for his YouTubers. I mean, yeah, but I think it benefits all of it, right? Because now we're all talking about Teslas again. Yeah haven't in a while and it's poking fun at a reality of Tesla. Like sometimes you lean into that marketing. Like if so there's no such no, thing as bad media. Yeah. Any, any publicity is good. Publicity, well, I mean, of course. Right? Good. I hope, I, I hope the New York times, I hope the New York times writes an article about you two that that's bullshit and makes you look bad. And then uh Catherine David's do to repost it. And then let's, oh, wait, um, well, you're not pumped about my general, my general, <laughs> your, your general, what hyperbole, just blanket statements there. The average person in the U.S. drives an average of 14,000 miles per year. If a Tesla battery only lasted 300,000 miles, it would still last approximately 21 years for the average driver. Do you have a attention horse, anything for the gram? Do you have um? Do you have a car, Kate? Yeah, I do. I have a Toyota Corolla. Oh, that's a cool car. What year is it? <laughs> What year? Did you just make a note of that? Yeah, what year is it? Says Kate Toyota Corolla. <laughs> is it really 2013? <laughs> yeah. You weren't even driving in 2013, were you? 2013, 2014? Yeah, I was driving. Come on. But I didn't have the car then. I didn't buy it new. I think of you as so young. I've had the car for maybe like four years. Um. The Sevon podcast, you know, so the thing is, I want to tell you something about that. This is a little off subject here, but um, I was thinking like, man, this show is really coming big time. I should get a sponsor. And I was like, and I always talk about Good Dudes Coffee and it's the only coffee I drink. And so like I called Josh and I was like beating around the bush. I'm like, so, uh, you know, like maybe, um, you know, uh, and I just couldn't say it like, hey, dude, you should give me money because I blow up your coffee so much. But 
then the other day, someone fucking texts me and they go, hey, I f- or, or DM me and they said, hey, I started drinking Good Dudes coffee. That is the strongest coffee I've ever had. Thanks for getting me onto it. And it really is. And Josh doesn't pay me. I, and I still have to pay for my own coffee. I should have my own coffee in my own coffee cup. I should find <laughs> out where he bags his coffee and just steal that shit. Make your own blend. Yeah, what's his... Did you eventually hasn't... ask him when you were with him? Did you get there? No, I never got there. He's like something's happened oh, to him, and he's like God, in love. I couldn't get, I couldn't be like. It's hard for me to be like, "Hey, Josh, you should give us two thousand bucks a month so that like I can put a sticker on my cup that says good dudes." <laughs> I just couldn't like. I was hoping he would be like, you know. Well, what, I don't Stevie? think you're asking him for money because ultimately you're giving and making money for him. So rather than going, "Hey, give me money," you need to go and present it with, "Hey, this is what I can do for you. Like, I love your coffee. I want to promote it. Here's the trade. This is what you're gonna get from that." I'm talking about Kate. I was kind of hoping, Kate, it would be like this. Like, you're in front of your house, like, cutting your lawn or something, and I walk by with my shirt off really (laughs) slow, and you say, hey, do you want to come in for a glass of water, and we fuck. I didn't want to be like – I just wanted wanted you to, like – I wanted I wanted Josh like come I up sent with Josh the idea. Was, yeah, but you I had sent to Josh plan was, it, right? Like, I did. I'm like, hey, Josh, your shirt off. Did you walk by with your shirt off? Yes. You called like, him. Hey. You just talked to him for a bit. That's not enough. Not I said, enough. hey, Josh. I said, we're download. We got. Sorry, I left this part out. We have more than three hundred thousand downloads a week just on uh, Apple Podcasts. We got the Liver King jumping on board. We got all this great shit. And I was just thinking, if you're going to be around, maybe you could come on the podcast and we could do a trade for like um. Uh, you could come on the podcast for Wadapalooza and we could do a trade for that for some like good dudes promotion. And he goes, oh, I'm going to be skiing that week, which, which is code for like he has a new girlfriend and don't talk to me. <laughs> I think like he is in a serious honeymoon phase of a new relationship. Like it's serious. Yeah, NRE, like, new relationship did, energy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Did you make that up? NRE. Yeah, it's a thing. I'm, I'm writing that down. <laughs> Along with your car model making year. <laughs> yeah. Kate drives 2013. <laughs> yeah. Notes on Kate, this podcast episode. What else have you written down, Simon? So when you write notes, do you go back and look things up? Do you go back and review them? Like, do you just have them there for the sake of taking notes? Like, is it a learning process thing for you? It's a learning process thing for me. And then I always regret it if I want to go back and I don't have anything. Okay, so like, yeah. so at yeah. the Does top, it make you remember I'll, stuff better? Probably not. I always, I want to say yes, but then I read somewhere that it doesn't, and I'm like, oh, yep, you know what? They're probably right. It for sure makes me remember. I'll write something down, and then then it's locked yeah, in, and then if it doesn't, is- yeah, and then I go back and I read it, and it'll jog the memory on on what that you know the context of the situation was. We we had a shirt. Kevin, we had a shirt, uh, and we ha- and, and and we were selling shirts, and we sold out the first run, and we did a second run, and then the shirt company said they were closing down, and they would send us the money and all the leftover shirts, and then we never heard from them, and never got the money, and never got the shirt. I'm not upset, like whatever, like so. All right, cool, so fine. Yeah, so, the other thing that people have to realize too is that it's not just as easy as get merch, right? Like if you really think about it, we need to come up with money for it. We have to buy it. We have to distribute it. We have to understand logistics for it. We need a site to host it. Like there's so much more that goes into it. Than you need just to go to like Printify and get drop shipping organized. And they'll Kate, host sounds the like website. To, Kate, sounds like you're, you're on board here with Savon Media <laughs> LLC negotiating our sponsorships. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> 
Correct. Yes, that's yeah. Correct. All Looks right, all right, twenty-three. All right, so so this guy okay. blew up his Tesla and, and 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 did he buy a new one? And and he's pretty raggedy looking. Fuck that dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he I mean you'd assume he's gonna buy a new one. He probably has another car though, you know, like it'd be like his Tesla was like his like fourth car. And the reason why we're it's not playing like the video people or something. is because we I know we'll get busted if we play it and I won't yeah, be able to monetize this. I'm sorry, I was gonna play it, but I didn't know where it was gonna start and that always happened. Hey, Will, when you make a thumbnail for this, make it look for the moment that like shows the most of Kate's body when she's leaned back furthest in the chair and then put her in the center. Thank you. Okay, go on. I just thought of monetizing. <laughs> and not just this clip, but every clip for the rest monetizing of the week. Monetizing me? Yeah. That's going to be the little thumbnail? Yes, she needs to be. All right, with that, just put like Gone Rogue Podcast or like CFK like and subscribe. I can't wait till we have that. We're going to have the okay. troll, trolling other podcasts. Episode. I'm rolling that down too. Yep. Okay. You know what? That's going to be the new thing. You're going to have the news and you're going to have podcast trolling. And like I was telling Matt before that there's like a show called Gogglebox where they trolled TV shows. So it was like you filmed people watching TV shows and they just like comment and respond to it and laugh and make jokes and shit like that. And it was like a whole series on it. Yeah. It was in Australia. So just fucking troll anything. You can troll yeah. anything. Yeah, it was in the. Yeah. I think it was in the UK and Australia. I yeah. fucking that, troll Waterpalooza, troll the game. Was do you know Tosh? Tosh point oh. Do you guys have him in Australia? Yeah, I've heard of him. I I haven't watched much of it, but yeah. Okay, he's my favorite. You know, one of the original people with the reaction to the reaction was like Shiloh DeBluff. You guys remember when he watched a video of him reacting to a video of his watching his movie? No. Yeah, so in people in the comment section, but I mean, that's like back in the day. You guys remember uh, America's Honey Funniest Home Videos? Yeah, and that's yeah. that's where yeah. that started, right? People sent in home videos, and then we, they just reacted to it, and there it goes. No, no, it's my original idea. Okay, yeah, we're so human oriented, right? Like we just kind of like watch, like watching other people do stuff, right? Like, yeah. kind of do nothing. Like I mean, you think of like reality television, like the Keeping Up with Kardashians that was this whole new wave of reality TV shows that didn't exist before them. And fucking it's made them. You're just like, you just watch these people doing random fucking shit. And now it's so scripted. Like it's so fuck. It's just, it's the whole thing is orchestrated, but yeah, it's like people just like watching people doing kind of just living their regular lives. There's such Mm -hmm. an interest in that. Just being humans and doing normal things, not doing like the big crazy stuff, just the normal stuff. I think it's more relatable too. people going to hang out with your family. Yeah, people want to see stuff that they can relate to. You know what I mean? And even if it's just a stretch mm. further, it's like similar to their lifestyle with the same drama and the same happenings. But maybe they're, you know, rich people from a Mormon church or a lady that owns a restaurant. I call them screaming ladies, mm. those shows where they all do that. Grace has them on, you know, the Bravo shows out here in the U.S. It's all the reality TV. That's Is that like is. a... That's like the or- wives of wives of whatever city? Yeah, wives of plug in the city here. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Like I've been watching Selling Sunset. Oh my god, it's so bad, but it's so addictive. And like they've all each now got like millions of followers online. Like they're just making bank from just like doing their fucking job and the film crew following them. And what's their job? What's their job? Selling Sunset, baby. They sell real estate. They're realtors. So they sell. It's like literally they're on Sunset Boulevard and they sell 
real estate in like nice parts of LA. So you get to see simultaneously, you get to watch these people selling houses and then see the insides of other people's amazing houses in LA. Oh, wow. We get one of them on the podcast. <laughs> we should try. We should definitely Ooh, try. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that would be I would like to watch you fucking responding or reacting to that tv show like i'd like to watch watch house of on reacts to hey, fucking we, selling sunset God we had luke we had the luke parker on the CrossFit. <gasps> bingo kevin now that's an idea my friend um we well uh hey did you see you probably haven't seen this savan that uh katrin is dating julianne ho's ex-partner uh, <laughs> that's so good. Hold on one second. I want to. I want to hear that. Oh, did you, are you talking about the hockey player, dude? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I had him on the CrossFit podcast. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. I knew that. What? What's that yeah, guy's name? So Brock. I, I Brock Lesnar or something. It. What's that guy's name? Brock Lesnar. <laughs> 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 he was actually really he was very Mr. nice. Mr. Katrin David Sutter is his name. <laughs> he he was he he was on the CrossFit podcast. He was very nice. He was very he was he was very guarded. He was very nice. Um there was there's something he's a little um, celebrity, right? Like he's an athlete. Oh yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah. Not Brock Ledzer. Uh shit. Brooks. <laughs> yeah, and he hangs with the buttery bros now. I I, I don't want to talk about him anymore. I'm gonna say something yeah. not nice. And I don't want to say anything not nice. Okay, what were we talking about? Anal? Should we no. talk about Pornhub? Yeah. Not Pornhub, not anal. We actually are. Okay. Okay, fine. We're talking anal about is. Pornhub's 2021 year in review. Okay. Uh, which begins with the top 10 search things. And what I like about this is if you guys recall when we did the Google year in review and it was like the top 10 searches for different things. And one of the categories was how to something, something. And it was like the top 10 searches for people trying to figure out how to do stuff. Uh, coming in at number 10, how to searches containing how to grew by 245%, including how to squirt, how to eat pussy, how to suck dick, how to put on a condom, how to last longer. Savan, that was one that you contributed to. How to finger myself, how to shave balls, how to make a dildo, and of course, how to find G-spot. And last but not least, how to make her come. I, I, I am not – the one I find the most fascinating is how to shave balls. I am not like a uh, – I don't, I don't know. Male hygiene does not, not I, whatever. I don't care if that shit gets so fucking hairy that I can't find my dick. But occasionally I'll be at a hotel somewhere where I don't care if I make a mess, and oh and, and I'll and I'll shit and I'll shave or I'll have some scissors and I'll just trim that shit down. But have you ever have you ever you tried to use the shaver? Uh, there's this shaver that's called the One. It's like fifteen dollars or twenty dollars. I use it on my face. The Gillette One is that what it is? Does anyone know what that is? The Gillette. One razor. It's a great razor. It's oh, or the one blade. Who makes it? It's the one blade. It's a motorized cordless. Um, great for your face or great for your balls? Uh, not great for your balls. Not not. It's Norelco. No, okay, here I'm no, going to show okay. it to you. Here I found it on Target. It's basically this. I don't have. Oh yeah, this is the exact one I have. Here we go. Now listen, people, do not. This thing fucking cut up my fucking balls. It, like within seconds, I had a thousand tiny cuts on my balls. Do not try was to shave a Was it a brand a new one? 
No, no, it's old. This thing's been around oh. forever. This thing's been around forever. This is one of the like little electric ones. Yeah, do not use this on your balls. No. Don't use it anywhere except on yeah, your Yeah, I feel face. like it would like kind of catch the heads and just tweeze them out eventually, right? Is that kind of what happened? No, just your balls are like a golf ball, and that thing fucking is not made to shave a golf ball, and you just get a thousand cuts. It's like it was bad. It was so bad. It was like my ball was just just red sack of bloody flesh, like within seconds. It was so fucked up. And then and then you try to wash it off in the shower, and it just stings and burns. It's it's horrible. Um <laughs> And, and, it, and I've used that thing like on my back oh, where my man. neck and my okay. back meet. All right. And it just fills with zits. And yeah, what? I'm just helping you guys out. Oh, telling you what not to do. Gosh. That was a lot. Okay. That uh, was a lot. I pooped in the van once. What are you talking about? This is nothing. <laughs> Number nine. Ninth most researched term on Pornhub was roommate. It grew by 136%, including lesbian roommate, gay roommate, fucking roommate, straight roommate, and horny roommate. Coming in at number eight, goth, uh, which grew by 283%, averaging more than 5 million searches each month. Number Wait, seven, can you explain this to me? Searches containing trans. Can yeah. you explain this to me? These are – so like someone goes to Pornhub and then just types in the term – um roommate yeah it's like so you go and search something to find relevant videos on that contain that thing that seems a little broad so that's like someone who's i i have i usually don't even use the search i'm just like what it's like i only need just go straight to like most popular no, just like whatever they give me. Like, I mean, <laughs> just so let's get this. They get you the just show like on the, the road. ads that are like local horny old lady in your neighborhood. Yes, that's probably enough for me. Okay, number number six was challenge, um, which grew by two hundred and fifty five percent. Trending terms like bus it, ch- jerk off challenge, and try not to come. More than five hundred terms are routinely combined with challenge searches. Number five. Swapping, such as for swap and swapping, swinger and swinging trended in the summer, um, including cuckold, which uh, as well as cheating, both grew What's that? What's that? Cuckold. What, wait, what's cuckold? Cuckolding is, cuckolding is when a wife goes out and essentially cheats on her partner. Or not cheats, I guess it's consented in this, in this, in this um, arrangement. Uh, and then sometimes he'll watch. And he'll be made to watch. So it's like a little power swap where like the wife humiliates him and that's his kink um, and makes him watch. Like, like might tell him about the experience and compare. Cuckold his wife cheating on you porn? Cuckold his wife cheating on you porn? It's more about, it's, it's less about the wife cheating and it's more about like the power dynamic and your in a way like kind of the submissive um and the, the lady is the uh in that instance the dominant all right, so it's all right. I, I would I'm, argue I'm, it's I'm like a, it's like a branch from being dominated i'll pass on the cuckold okay go on <laughs> you're gonna pass on the I, cuckold I, I think the, I uh, think number the, four what's fitness <clears throat> That's so uh, all the yoga fitness pages that are basically linked to like OnlyFans and Pornhub, <laughs> fitness grew by 65%, um, including terms like yoga, running, exercise, and gym. The so I'm, I'm at Pornhub right now. Threesome. Wait, wait, wait. I'm at Pornhub right now, and you're saying that someone searches fitness? Do not share your screen. I won't. <laughs> he, he tried last week. Yeah, I feel like there's just like videos of like people fucking in gyms and like girls nope. or guys with trainers. 
like I get really sweaty and then they just end up boning. There's no gyms. I typed in fitness. There's a girl with a six pack. Nope. There's not a single gym. Isn't that weird? Fitness. Okay. Okay. I spelled fitness right. F I T N E S S fitness. Okay. I just, that's weird. That's Are they a weird wearing like gym gear? No, one chick's blindfolded. Another chick's like cowboy. Another chick's dog getting doggy style. Another chick's just standing there with a six pack. Lots of blowjobs. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, wait. What was the other term that interests me had- too that you said? What was it? Roommate. Like, I would never think to search roommate yeah, on a roommate. porn site. I think it's, it's so interesting because I think it gives you insight into like what people fantasize about, right? Like what people like kind of get turned on by. And like might be obviously with a roommate, like you're around that regularly and like it's that's someone's little like happening in their brain. You know, like imagine if that that chip that's implanted in your brain was just going to like spread all your thoughts out without like involuntarily somebody yes. hanging out with their roommate. And it's just like this image of them fucking. <laughs> um, okay. Number three. We're at the top three. Are you ready? Using search terms on a porn site number is like three, lighting what, candles in the room when you have sex. It just seems like just a lot of work to me. Okay, go ahead. Go on, sorry. Some people need to be specific, you know, like there's certain things they're looking for. They need to be group sex by was number porn. three, threesome, uh, as well as other terms such as group FFM, MMF, and orgy. FFM is female, female, male, and MMF is male, male, female. Number two, romance. The popularity of romance and romantic searches more than doubled along with a 139% increase in passionate searches. Bromance also grew by 288% among Pornhub's gay male visitors. The number one search, however, was hentai. Hentai became the number one search on Pornhub, surpassing both Japanese worldwide and lesbian in the U.S., uh, Again, so hentai, apparently. This is, I'm just hentai is hentai is anime and ma- manga pornography. Manga a, pornography. A loan word from Japanese. The original term does not describe a genre of media, but rather an abnormal sexual desire act as an abbreviation of I still don't know what it is. It's cartoon. It's just, it's I'm cartoon doing porn. I'm actually jumping on Pornhub and searching it and seeing. Yeah, it's it's anime, right? Okay, yeah. hentai porn videos. Yeah. There's 64,373 videos here. Um, yeah, hey, it's just cartoons. It's, it's like Dragon Ball Z having sex. Do you think it's an indication of audiences uh, going to porn yeah. sites coming younger? Yeah. Oh, there's some I, I there's some porn like that where like, they're there's some porn where they're dressed up. It's real people, but they're dressed up like the anime characters too. Wow, this is some weird shit. Yeah, this that's is some um, crazy shit. I shouldn't have seen this. I think what it is is Closing it's that like window. humans can only do so much, right? Like we're kind of limited by like our facilities, but people like to go to the extremes and like the bigger the tits and the narrower the waist and the width of the pussy. And it's like with anime, there is no limit. You can be as fucking wild and loose as you want because the limit does not exist. It's purely your creative mind. So whoever's drawing it, whoever's like creating it, doing some 3D fucking video, it's like they can make shit happen can be as many girls, as many pussies, as many cocks. The cocks can be fucking 20 inches. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There's no limit. They don't have to deal with actresses or actors. Like, you know, it's like fucking in terms of money, it's like that's going to be the easiest one to make money with. 
Oh, cosplay. Fantasy, that's all- like the realm of fantasy can be like cosplay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking with people dressing up, right, as the characters. So like apparently the number one character is uh, Lara Croft from Tomb Raiders. Um, and then I think the number one celebrity is um, still, what's her name? The woman that God, plays I love it. being um, old and boring. What's her name? Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's cool stuff with the review from like areas so um, and, and visitors. So 2021 saw the proportion of female visitors grow to 35%, um, which was one percentage point increase and 5% growth. Among Pornhub's top 20 countries, the Philippines, Colombia, Argentina, Mexico, and Ukraine all have greater than 40% female viewership. So getting wow. close to like half and half, which I think is so interesting. Yeah. I don't believe the United that. States, I don't believe that. You don't believe that? Well, I also no. wonder how do they how do they figure that out? Like, do they do they know that it's a female owned computer? Is there? I, I'm wondering if it's from like you know how on Pornhub you can have like a premium membership. Do they do it based on memberships where you like actually tell them what your gender is, or do they figure it out by following some other fucking like platform that you're on and knowing you're female or male? Why would you ever give your credit card to a porn site? I need to. That that's just nuts to me. Hello, hi. Hey. Have you ever given your phone number to a porn site? I mean, your not your phone number, your credit card. To a porn site? No. Do I pass? Yeah. Doesn't that seem like a that? Did, did I pass? Those must be all the people getting vaxxed who do that. Okay. Go on. <laughs> oh my god. That was sketchy. <laughs> hey, if I sound out of breath, it's because I take pictures of a the assault bike and assault runner in front of the screen watching you. If if you what say that again, huh? I was just thinking about porn. He's paying the man while he's calling us. Oh, that's cool. Okay, go on. I, uh, yeah, I say it sounds like he's talking uh, impossible. He called us when we were talking about porn. Yeah, that one was kind of. You sent weird. me. You I, sent me pictures to this phone that you just called on. No, 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 on the Instagram. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I had a question for Kate. Go ahead. She's, she's she's taking questions. No, no, you're the wrong show, dude. You have to call her show Gone Rogue if you want to ask her a question. I should have called Gone Rogue. Yeah, this one was live, not that the, one. The number is the same um, as this number, so it works. That's <laughs> good. Hey, uh, I I'm an L1. I coach. My wife kind of struggled with getting motivated with cuckold. With what? <laughs> what? No, um, she, she struggles with her mentals, right? And it's hard for me as a coach because she's my wife. There's certain boundaries that are weird that I don't want to cross with fitness and eating and stuff. So I was wondering what's a good route, you know, for a partner. I was looking at hiring a different, you know, nutrition and wellness coach such as you I know you were doing that for a while, and I was wondering if that's a good idea. Yeah, Honey, I, think I want really to introduce you to Kate. You're, you're fat, really and Kate's going to help you. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead, no, Kate. no, no. It's, it's, it's more mental. It's, oh, it's right. more of the mental side. Oh. It's more of the mental side. So I was wondering where to go about that, or if that's a more medical direction. No, that's because she's a woman. I guess it depends on the degree to which it's like a something that is like a really big thing or an issue or something that she's working with. Um, yeah. I think the thing with um, training and, and doing the food thing is it's, 
it's a it's a hard thing to do. Like it's not an easy choice. It's it's usually the harder choice that over the long term produces results. Um, but you have to sacrifice short term reward in order to get the long term reward. Um, I, I think sometimes the, the best way to do that with people that you care about and love, but also typically don't want to listen to your advice, right? Like, especially in a partnership, like if, if she's telling you things and sharing things with you, sometimes the worst things we can do for our partners when they're sharing their struggles with us is try to give them advice to fix it. It's like, it's like we want to support them, but sometimes the best way to support them is just by listening to them. So I think outsourcing your, um, your, your coaching or outsourcing help or outsourcing advice from other people and other coaches is kind of the best route to go. So um, that could be a matter of finding um, a nutrition coach and like paying for like, you know, some kind of like two month, three month nutrition thing for her to do so that she can learn about it and build compliance through education. Um, it could be putting her through the L1 and learning that like, man, you go to the L1 yeah. and you're like, fuck this, this is, this is not just about being fit and looking good. This is about my longevity and the quality of my life when I'm fucking 70, 80, 90 years old. And, and that's, that should be the drive for why you do this stuff. Um, and the way that it, I think just makes you a better person when you do hard things. Can but, you um, give us um, you can details? Find as well, like, um, can you give us details? I, I, the only thing I, I don't know how Kate's answering so much when I don't even know what the real problem is. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I from but, what but she I did get, say I mean, send her to an L one. I mean, that's pretty good for everything. My dick's too big. Send her to an L one. Good. From what I gather, it's one of those things she wants. She needs to wait till she's ready before she starts her journey. Oh, she's not doing CrossFit yet. No, she needs to wait until her until she's ready mentally. And so ah. it's like, ah. you, you know. Um, yes, you anxiety, must take her t- maybe some depression. I'm not, not nothing major, but these are you know. Hey, dude. Um, do you walk with her? What do you do with her? Uh I mean, I I don't walk. I mean, raise kids. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How many kids do you have? Three, uh, three, four, eleven. My, um, so we're right in the right in the thick of it. <laughs> Yeah, that is. That's a lot. My 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 wife did. My wife was a yoga chick, and uh, she didn't do CrossFit, and she thought CrossFit was crazy and stupid and wild, and like all these people were going to end up hurting themselves. This is back in two thousand five, maybe. And then she saw me making a video, maybe two thousand six or seven, with this girl who was doing a shitload of pull ups, and my wife thought, "Oh, if that girl can do it, I can do it." And then my wife put one toe in and fucking off to the races. Yeah, maybe it's a fear. Maybe it's a fear thing, like fear of you know, not being able to, or not looking good doing it. Yeah. It's, think- sca- it's scary. Those of us who do it forget. I like, I can't even remember. I just say, Oh, it's so scary, intimidating, but I don't even really believe it. Cause I can't even remember. I can't even empathize hey, you- with that anymore. Can you Kate, or can you call her? Uh, no, I don't know. I yeah. Same thing. I kind of can't remember. But, but I do remember it was yeah, scary. I, I just can't remember. To get into CrossFit, like fuck, that can help you overcome a lot of challenges around confidence. Yeah, I think sometimes you just need to start and stop waiting for the sign. How old is she? Thirty-one. Yeah. Oh How's yeah, the time, fuck, man. man, get her in. That's Holy that. shit! Yeah, perfect timing. And like, I All think right, the thing so is. Maybe- is like yes you're right it will it, it will take her being ready to do it but 
I think if we just sit back and, and be like, well, I, I have, I can't do anything to help influence or I can't do anything. Like she has to be ready. It's like the steps or process to making a decision is not just one day we wake up and we want to do something. It's like a hundred piece puzzle. And sometimes, you know, you might say something and that's piece number 35 and it takes another 65 pieces till the penny drops. And you've got to kind of slowly keep giving little, little tips or little things or, or talking about other women that you admire that do that or showing videos of, of like these people that were terrified of CrossFit and started or people that are changing their life through their diet. And it's like, you don't necessarily have to direct be like feedback at her be like, Oh, well you need to do this. But I think you can probably help some of those pieces fall into place until you get to a point where she's like, Hey, like I, I want to do this thing. I would, no, those uh, are good points. In the, I, would, I would ask one of your friends who's like really fat and just a shitty athlete to go into the CrossFit gym with her so she can destroy him. And like build a little self-confidence. <laughs> you know, my mom started doing CrossFit and the whole first year she did CrossFit, she had horrible anxiety around, and she's not an anxious person at all. She doesn't even get anxiety and she got horrible anxiety every day. She had to get it over with first thing in the morning. She had all these fucking mental struggles. Like she was too old to do it. She was holding other people back. The stress of knowing what the workout would be. And like, she would have to get it done first thing in the morning or else if she did it that night, she'd be a fucking mess. And I didn't even know that. And then one day she explained, it to me it took her a year to get over that and now she is so i mean that's crazy and uh it, it, and my mom's not like that at all and now she she I, she can't see her you know not eight years later she can't see her life without it so but 31 hey. perfect age with three kids man she, you know she would just tear that shit up she's yeah yeah like, man yeah, no and that she's yeah that's attractive right there you know um hey i appreciate it kate thanks for all the advice you're welcome. I'm looking forward to Wadapalooza coverage and uh, keep it up. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. That was such a wholesome break from the Pornhub Revere. Yeah. It was a break. It's a break we needed here. Uh, okay. So we, are, we, are we done with Pornhub or is there more? No, we're going to talk about regional differences. Oh, okay. Let's so uh, there was a map that. Susan, you had up before that was like the U.S. and the different terms that are the most popular. So the United States is a great example of regional differences as illustrated in the map. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. So some people might be like, well, why are you talking about Pornhub and pornography and all this? But isn't there some crazy stat that like Pornhub is like one third of the Earth's internet traffic? Or isn't there some crazy stat like that? Mm-hmm. Yep. How much of the internet <laughs> is porn? This is gonna fuck up my Oh, it's it's I wrote porn P O R M accidentally and it's just autocorrected it to poem. <laughs> so now I'm looking at how much of the internet is poem. Porn. Uh, porn, not poem. Internet pornography. How much of the internet consists of porn? Oh my goodness, it's bigger than Facebook, I think. Okay, how about this article? Facebook on October 7, 2021, when Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp were offline for several hours on October 4, 2021, Pornhub's traffic increased by 10.5%, which equals about a half a million additional users during each hour of Facebook services were down. Amazing. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. 
there's <sighs> like it's really funny so like super bowl was similar but opposite so super bowl 55 took place on sunday february 7th with the tampa bay buccaneers defeating the kansas city chiefs the super bowl is one of the most most watched live events um so traffic dropped as much as 21 percent during the game um and changes happened in florida versus missouri so in the final hour of the match florida's traffic dropped 39 percent compared to only 15 percent in missouri so you can see from the graph that the halftime show was a convenient time to grab a snack and also visit Pornhub just in the halftime show quickly as traffic increased slightly during that period. But after the match, fans in Florida celebrate their win on Pornhub with traffic going 13% higher than normal at 1am, but only 5% in the US and Missouri. Wow. So interesting Crazy. fucking reading this. So in terms of like regional differences, um, Visitors from Alaska were more likely to search for morning sex, while those in Virginia like dirty talk. Visitors from North Dakota are likely to search quickie, um, which may be why their state has one of the shortest visit durations. <laughs> hey, how do which, you say Arkansas? Is it Arkansas? Is Arkansas the one that's print, like written Arkansas? Arkansas? Yes, yep. yes. That's fair. That's Arkansas, yes. right? <laughs> okay. Yes. Mm-hmm has one of the highest divorce rates in the United States and divorce is their most common relative search. Is that divorcees like fantasizing over their now divorced partner? I don't know. I don't, I, I, look no at this. Rim, rim job is a search. <laughs> God. <laughs> Colorado is more into huge boobs while their neighbors Oklahoma <laughs> prefer natural tits. America's <laughs> Wang, a.k.a. Florida, likes being which is big black cock while up the coast of North Carolina, they are more likely to search for penis pump. Kansas likes to search for pantyhose while South Dakota likes sex doll and visitors from Utah are more likely to search for Mormon porn. <laughs> Can I throw, I want to throw in uh, another Sunday stat. You ready? Mm. Yeah, How about this ready. one? The worldwide traffic to the site has increased 11.6% since uh, uh, the, the response to the so-called virus. And on a normal day, Pornhub has 120 million visitors with traffic spikes up to 134 million. Wow, on a daily basis. Amazing. That's crazy. Uh, imagine imagine getting that kind of traffic on the uh, Savan podcast. Yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, sure. On March 12th, the website offered free premium content for all of Italy, resulting in a 57% change in traffic boom. Why Italy? <laughs> Why fucking Italy? On March Maybe 16th, Pornhub did the same for users in wow. In Maybe Spain, they, they did it on March 16th, which is my birthday, and it went up 61%. Wow. Yeah, they probably just test each March region. March 16th. You're eight yeah. days apart from me, Savan. And about I, what, I don't know how many years. Are you a Pisces? On March 8th. Are mm-hmm. you Pisces? Wow, congratulations. You're a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so it's Maybe. a big site. It's a big site. Okay, Dude, sorry. Go, so, Sunday so go is the on. most popular day, while Friday tends to have the lowest traffic. A lot of that has to do with the hours. People prefer to watch porn. Peak viewing times are typically from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., but on weekends, as people tend to stay up later and sleep in longer, the view time shifts into the morning hours. Yeah. 
there's a whole thing. Like that article is huge. You can read so much yeah. stuff about the way that they understand the data and like they break it down by country. They break it down by search terms. They break it down by gender. They break it, break it down by sexuality. Like it, it just like, like how the amount of data that they've got is fucking unreal. They should release like, you know, everyone's you name ads, and IP. And like, those ads are going to millions of people. Like yeah. advertising on Pornhub. <laughs> we should advertise the fucking Savan podcast on Pornhub. <laughs> That's who you need to partner with. <laughs> Can't afford it. Uh, who watches porn in the morning? I, I, I'm 49 years old. I don't think I've ever watched porn Apparently in the morning. Apparently everybody. Porn like early, early hours of the morning though, right? If you watch ho- if you watch morning, porn, I'm thinking like one a.m. If you watch porn anywhere besides the hotel room, I think you should consider changing your habits. Peace and love. They probably have data on book. that. They probably what have data on that? Yeah, on like when they're being it's being watched on like TVs in hotels versus like your mobile phone because they did have data on like what you were like what thing you were watching it on. Oh, that's another thing too. Can you imagine going to a hotel and you know how like you can buy porn on the on the TV there? I would never do that either. Like you go to check out. I uh, uh sir, you have a seventy-two dollar bill for like, what? What the hilt knowing my porn habits? Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, the visits on Pornhub are like nine minutes. You wouldn't have to watch it for very long in a hotel. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, true. I don't know. That's have you watched porn in a hotel, Savan? Did you just have it playing in the background or like just did you watch it specifically? No, or? it's it's, it's, a, it's a sleep aid I used on my computer for, for 30 seconds and then I'm done and I go to bed. It's There's no like flipping through the channels, <laughs> letting them swipe my credit card at the front desk for fucking some movie. It's Come like, on, man. It's like natural melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> It was, there was, there's the hotel protocol, 30 seconds of porn, 100 burpees, hot shower, eat some shit in the snack bar you're probably not supposed to eat. Like some <laughs> you do the porn, popcorn. then the burpees? No, no, no order. There's no order. Like, whatever. Any order. Maybe. <laughs> may, yeah, whatever the order. <sighs> that's it. That's That's the news. That's all I got. Well, that was great. So, yeah. Milk- so, we can do like six articles in a fucking two and a half hours. Oh, my God. This this book I kept putting up We should up troll here. the news on the news keep, one day. We should like play this the up. news and troll it. Yeah. Okay. So, this book Everybody right here. Everybody lies. Big data. Yes. Data. Yes. This is, this is something that people should read that I think they'll get value out of the larger conversation of what we're doing. And that's what I'm hoping to leave them with. This book right here talks about big data and how it's being used to influence our behaviors. And like you were talking about before, where people don't realize what their thoughts come from or that they're acting on them or separating that. People don't realize where their opinions come from in the news and the way that the algorithm is targeting them. So this book was written a while ago, but this book is really good in explaining how companies use that. And the reason why Pornhub has so much data was because they were the first website that understood the value of the data and how to sell it back to the advertisers. So that's why porn has the most amount of stuff about it because they saw very early on that they needed to save it, categorize it, so they could better target consumers with the ad product, therefore making their websites profitable. And they were one of the first people that really saw the value in this. And this book breaks this down, as well as how Cambridge Analytics was used during Trump's administration uh, to see the rise of his popularity because he knew when to tap into the frustrations in different regions by learning their search history. 
then he knew what he could get away with, what he could say, what would tap in, what would incite people to want to follow him, whether it be good or bad. So I suggest everybody wants to go check that out. It's a little dry, but the information is powerful. Book review by Matt Souza. Cool. Look at this. Amy Larrabee. When my mom and I checked out of a hotel in Istanbul, the hotel tried to charge us for porn. My mom and me. <laughs> yeah. What a great thing to do, too, because they're afraid like you're not going to stand up for yourself. What are you talking about? This isn't our porn. Like they just <laughs> thought like they would get you be like, all right. I bucks, searched BBC. Days. This is an outrage. You had cartoon porn on there. How many semi-podcast listeners search Kate Gordon? Oh, do you know, who, um, uh, really quick, too, uh, while you're plugging books, um, let me plug this. I like to plug, plugging knowledge. Plugging knowledge. How often do Some you read, SZA? Do you read daily? Like, how many books do you get through? Um, I don't really put, like, a like a goal on it or anything, but usually, like, two or three a month, um, listening mostly, and then reading one. Tomorrow we have Jake Marconi on who I have uh, – I viciously spread rumors that he was dating Danielle Brandon when I saw that footage of them in <laughs> promoting Wadapalooza many months ago. I don't think it's true though, but I wanted to – We'll find out tomorrow. Yeah, we'll find out tomorrow. Um, and I think <laughs> he, somehow he's somehow he's affiliated with uh, 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 Matt Fraser's Hard Work Pays Off. Um, I'm excited to ask him a bunch of questions. Uh, is Mally O'Brien over there? What's going on? And and I didn't even know. I thought this dude was just a coach. I guess he's a legitimate fucking uh, uh, games contender. Like he can make it to the games. Um, so that's Jake Marconi tomorrow at 730. Then one of my favorite guys I've ever interviewed um, back in the day was a gentleman named Phil Toon. And he will be at Wadapalooza. Um, he's got a little, he, he reminds, he's got a little, he's a white dude, but he's got a little bit of like ghetto gangster in him. Just his look. I just like him. Like, like he's, He's cool looking. And uh, um, then on the on Wednesday, we don't have anyone, but I have a feeling we're going to have a games athlete. And I just got a text return from Taylor Williamson. That's the that's the girl who her and Andrea, Andrea Nissler are considered the two best females in the history of the games as females who've ever been on a team. And I've wanted Taylor on for a while. And I thought she was going to ignore my text, but she's going to be at Wadapalooza. Um, with Haley Adams and Andrew Nissler. So I think we're going to have Taylor Williamson on soon. Um, maybe even Wednesday. I'll talk to Suze as soon as the show's over. Then on Thursday, the 6th, we have Eddie Penny back on. Now he's a SEAL Team 6 guy. If you don't know who he is, we had him on for an hour. And his squad, his team, his crew, his friends were some of the guys who died in the Extortion 17 helicopter crash. And I'm going to ask him about that, and that is going to be a gnarly show. Mm-hmm. Then on Friday the seventh, we have Spencer Panchik. He is the Panchik. He's the last Panchik, and then we've done them all. I've slept with them all. <laughs> and then, and then on the eighth, my son has tennis at nine a.m. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and that's all we have, but, but I'm going to start piling in, or shall I say, Susan's going to start piling in. Oh, so on Wednesday, we don't know if John, we don't know if it's John Young or if we get Taylor Williamson on Wednesday, we won't know if it's John Young or, um, Brian, Brian. friend. Right. But, uh, do we know, has Brian confirmed with Spencer Panchik on? Yes. Everyone so that's in Brian's that. availability, he has confirmed on. Okay. And, and how about tomorrow me- morning? He'll be on Jake Marconi. Yes, and he's given me a nice little list of uh, athletes um, that he has some interesting stuff on, so we'll be making our way through those interviews coming up as well, too. Phil Toon was the guy with the big deadlift. Yeah, he was cool. Yes, he was. The, he was. I just hold your finger over deadlift. Phil Toon was the guy with the big. Um, 
Okay, so that's that's where we're at. But we're gonna have a ton of people. I'm I'm gonna have O'Keefe on soon. He is the um uh, I think he's the founder and CEO of Loud and Live. He's definitely the big dog over at uh, Wadapalooza. Uh, we'll have Colton Mertens on, I'm sure, at least one time. You should do Taylor with Colton, Rogue Winners. Oh, hmm. I didn't even know that. Taylor won that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. You can have Colton on with anyone. He won't talk over anyone. He won't talk. He won't talk. <laughs> All right. But we're going to have a ton of – we're going to have a ton – yeah, thank you. Yes, like and subscribe. We're going to have a ton of people on building up. We're going to really uh, pump up uh, Wadapalooza. Barbelljobs.com, ancestral supplements, the only supplements that I take. Liver King out. Okay. <laughs> Liver King, King out.